Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet again another great episode of your favorite podcast. You guys ready? Ready. Arcade, Arcade Parlor. Parlor. I, I don't know how that... <laughs> I, I, I don't know how that how this ever turns out until the until we, we hear it in the end. I don't know how any we of this turns out. We set the tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we we, sh- we sure do. We absolutely do. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Pancho Taco, also known as David. Uh, today's day is Saturday, May sixth. May the sixth be with you. May the sixth <laughs> be with you. Uh, the time is three ten p.m. Eastern. Uh, and, uh, we are super happy to have each and every one of you here. Uh, I look around the room here. Uh, we have, uh, with us, uh, I see Ashley. Hello. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Pancho Taco. How are you doing? I'm just wonderful today. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm good. It's been a very <laughs> busy day. Very busy day. We'll yeah. We can talk about that later, but <laughs> I'm I'm good now. I'm good now. <laughs> How are things in Florida? Uh, Today it is 86 degrees and cloudy, so nice and humid. Uh, You walk outside, it just feels like you're walking into a waterfall. Yep, humidity is upon us. (laughs) That that, that sounds terrible. That that sounds terrible. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And of course, I'd be amiss to tell you that I'm not in a wonderful mood because our Tears of the Kingdom is coming out in six days, four days when this releases. You're right. I know. Tears of the Kingdom. No. Well, I, I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about Tears of the Kingdom coming up. There's been a lot of stuff oh, with Tears of the Kingdom that's come up yeah. in the past week. Uh, some some good stuff, some maybe not so good stuff that mm-hmm. has been floating around. But we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, we're looking around the rest of the room. I also have with us Mike Cheese Pops. How's it going? I am so excited for today. Our guest is a hero of mine, and I just cannot wait. To pick his brain and to see what makes them tick. And like, I am on the edge. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Like, I am amped. Get that mute button ready because I don't want to hear me, but I have problems with being quiet. So I'm just, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I, 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 I can't wait either. Every time we have a guest on here, it's, it's like the most exciting thing to me. Like, it's, it's awesome to get to know other people. You see them in other chats, you see them doing streams and stuff like that. It's so awesome to to get them on here. And you, you have that one kind of one way relationship on Twitch to in a sense, but to actually get to see someone talk to them is totally awesome. And so that brings that that's our normal host here. Uh, on top of that, we do have our guest as Cheese Pops was just talking about. We are joined here uh, by an, another amazing guest, uh, Isherwood81 of Twitch.tv. Hello. Yo. Hello, Isherwood. Very happy to be here. Thank you. We are very excited to have you on here. Very excited. Um, is Isherwood how how long have you how long have you been streaming? Uh, I've been streaming for about three and a half years now. Wow, three and a half years now. So about that was three and a half years. Yeah. Okay. So so that was. That was so you, you were a pre-pandemic streamer, right? Just you, pre-pandemic, like- yeah. November 2019. Okay. Wow. Uh, kind of got started just before everybody started huddling indoors. It was a good time to be kind of, <laughs> you know, finding <laughs> my footing on Twitch. That's 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 when the whole bubble just kind of started right there. Exactly. Yeah, that, no, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. 
Um, Ashley. Yes. I think I think we need to jump right into it. Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I think we need to jump right into it. I couldn't agree more, my friend. Let's, let's not waste any time. <laughs> let's. I, I, first off, is everybody here looking forward to Tears of the Kingdom? Is there anybody here who's just kind of like, mm. what well, you ish? Yeah, excited. This is like Zelda games changed my life. Like this is what it's all, my favorite game, Ocarina of Time. I'll never mm -hmm. forget it. And there is a brand new mainline Zelda game. My my light. There's always before this game came out and after. And so I am so excited. Is ridiculous. <laughs> I is, yeah. Is I've everybody going to uh, be streaming Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, I'm sitting in Actually, this I know you are. 24 hours, I am, right? Yes, I am doing a 24-hour uh, during the release of Tears of the Kingdom. As soon as it hits midnight, I will be hitting play. I'm very <laughs> excited. And I've seen you ish play some Breath of the Wild, and it's been awesome. You did a late-night stream uh, pretty recently that, that was out of character for you, and you were playing Breath of the Wild, and it was like my favorite stream you've ever done. So how, oh, how excited are you for Tears, and will you be playing it, and when? I'm I'm very excited. I'm going to start, I think, the Tuesday after it comes out and make it just a regular part of the schedule. Nice. Uh, I don't want to play too much. I don't want to get too far ahead because I don't want people to come in and, and uh, feel like they can't watch because they haven't seen maybe what I'm doing or haven't you know sure. experienced it themselves. So I'm going to kind of slow roll it um, and just play it for myself. Uh, yeah, probably like once a week for a few hours. Awesome. Look forward to it. But definitely mm -hmm. doing it on stream. I don't. I don't have the time, honestly, to dedicate off stream to playing it. <laughs> I want to make sure that I play it as much as I can too. So, Punch. I feel like I'm the odd duck out. <laughs> I am actually not purchasing it uh, on release, at least not yet. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't. I don't have. I just don't have the time right now to delve into it. In, I don't know however long that game is. It's it's gonna be, take up a lot of time. I. Uh eventually i think i probably will but i'm not gonna be getting it on day one understandable you're missing out you're missing it's gonna be it's nintendo quality it's one of their main like very rarely does nintendo swing and miss and it's such an easy pick up and play and like you know what i don't feel like accomplishing anything so i'm gonna go collect apples for a few hours yeah you know it's <laughs> it's whatever your mood type of game but i'm actually not gonna be i'm not gonna be streaming it zelda's like a personal thing for me sure. so like i want to i want to get lost in the lore and the universe like even my wife will be like when i'm playing those games like i'm not there i'm just i'm within the game so it's one of those i'm, I'm gonna not stream it but that being said if i see everyone streaming it and their streams are blowing up and it's like incredible content and i'm left <laughs> out like i'll be the first to be like remember when i said i wasn't streaming it it's zelda week you know it's it's but my plan is to keep it personal for now sure I um I usually keep my Zelda stuff very personal as well, but I I took eight days off for the release of Tears of the Kingdom because I don't do anything with my paid time off at work, so why not? And um, since I'll be home that week, I'm gonna just be playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm gonna stick to my my regular Mario content, but outside of that, I'm just every moment that I can be playing it, I'll just turn the camera on and play for eight days straight. Mm hmm. You know, and I know a lot of people aren't going to want spoilers. I totally get that. But um, it's it's like it's for me. It's for everybody else, too. But it's also for like for me. This is very personal. Well, you've str right. you've streamed Zelda before. Like, what's it like? 
When you first streamed Zelda, was it your blind playthrough or did you already know the game in and out? Because that's what like, I don't want to lose that first time experience or I also don't want to let chat down as well. Like, because, you know, you do a great job of constantly talking with chat. But if I'm if, if I'm in a cutscene, you don't exist to me right sure. now, you know, and that's my big fear of streaming it is that I'm going to focus solely on the game. And that's not what, you know, my stream is, is like a lot of like, I think all of our streams, we have such amazing communities. We're constantly talking with them. I've just never, I've never played a game for like a blind playthrough of a game and I'll like tried to do that. So I'll, I'll be interested to see, watch your stream to see how you handle that. I think with Breath of the Wild, when it came out, I certainly wasn't streaming back then. That was 2017. Um but I did the same thing. I took a week off from work and I, I played the game and I just really sat in my house and just really absorbed it all. But I'm excited um, to share some of the newer experiences in the game, which I will not say a single spoiler, obviously. But I feel like there's a lot of things I can share in with the, the people who will be watching. And I am I hope that when there's cutscenes, like everyone's cool that we watch them together. Like it's still be like a mini movie that we can, we can all hang out and see. But I'm excited to experience it for the first time with other people. Um, it'll be the first time I've ever done that. Cause again, like Zelda is very personal to at least me, but mm-hmm. I think I'll be able to well, handle it. Well, at least when it comes to Zelda, I mean, you're not going to have cutscenes that are super long, right. they're gonna be relatively short. They're relatively short. Some, yeah. Uh, they're, they're more of like a cool kind of cinematic, if anything. Um, the, the longest but, ones are like 15 seconds. It's not Metal yes. Gear at all. And I'm like, the way I sold it is like these hour-long, life-changing <laughs> cinematic events. How are you possibly going to be able to handle that? I Yeah, I, 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 I recently watched uh, somebody play through like Metal Gear Solid 4, for instance. And yeah, I forgot that that game has like an hour and 21 minute cutscene and it's or something in, in there. It, it's it's insane. Holy cow. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Yeah, it has like it, it's in like the world record of longest cutscene in a video game. But it's like a 60 40. You play the game 60 percent. You watch 40 percent. Wow. It's, it, it, it's a cool it's a cool game, but I, I think it can be kind of rough to stream. Interesting <laughs> stream like content. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but and that, that kind of brings back like uh, it is kind of hard to stream super heavy story games kind of mm-hmm. like that, right? Um, even if they're not hour and 20 minute cutscenes, it, it is kind of hard because it's like you want to kind of watch it. You want to be able to react, but also you want your chatters to also know what's going on and also be talking at the same. It, it, it's hard to balance. It's yeah. hard to balance. I guess it's, it's something I'm going to have to try it because at this point in my stream history, I've never played a game like blind that type of game like of course i played like cuphead things like that just pl- like you know what you're getting into left to right beat the game but like cinematic things like that or blind games like that where you experience a story i've never tried i've never tried to stream that so i'm really interested to see and watch a lot of my favorite streamers tackle that because it's something i've never i've, I've like i watch a ton of retro i've seen people try it with sonic adventure but that story I mean, I cried a few times. It's so good, but you know, this is going to be a different experience. Sure. Yes. Um, you know, we'll, we'll bring this right back to Tears of the Kingdom, but I, I got, I got, I got to say something else about Sonic here. You, you guys know my my views on Sonic, but I got to say, what is up with the Sonic music? Like, you have awesome, like you know, retro tunes to it. 
And then suddenly you have like in the latest Sonic Frontiers, you have like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember who sings it, but it's like you're like it's suddenly you're listening like bullet for my Valentine while you're fighting this. Uh, <laughs> you're fighting this mecha monster. It's like, what is going on with Sonic? Like, it's it's insane. <laughs> I love it. It's like ever since Sonic R on the uh, the Sega Saturn where like, all right, now we get some lyrics and it's just it's Sonic. From Sonic R on was just like goofy fun and. 90% of the time it was for the detriment of the game, but that's okay because that 10%, that's for me. And I love the jank. <laughs> I love the goofiness and I'm all about it. And I guess like I watched a video recently. They wanted like the indie, they wanted to be hip, but their their thought of hip was like the indie underground scene in Japan. And mm-hmm. so that's why you got a lot of graffiti art style on the Dreamcast game. That's why Sonic looked different from the, the 16-bit era moving into it and they they always want to kind of be underground with sonic and not mainstream so that's why we get a lot of different music and different vibes from the game that you wouldn't expect which i enjoy big agree <laughs> Ish, what is the last uh, i was gonna say what's the last sonic <laughs> game you played uh, I think Sonic 2 was the last Sonic game I played. Stop. And yet, that's still the best one. So. <laughs> it is the best not, one. Not, not a bad dropping off point. Not a bad dropping off point. The I Sonic game, good here. The one I played the most, I think, was Sonic Spinball, actually, on the oh. Genesis. Which is, nice. I think, the best Sonic game. It's so much fun, but it's also terrible at the same time. Like, the pinball physics are so... But it, oh, it's bad. We played it recently. Stuff. We played it recently. Uh, I got the Genesis Mini or Classic or whatever it's yep. called just because it had Spinball on there. And uh, my, okay. me and my sister tried to play it when I first got it. And that game is hard. Yeah. It is way harder than I remembered as a kid. And I remember being okay at it, but I'm I'm no good at it now. It doesn't mess around. <laughs> like, how many uh, Chaos Emeralds did you get? Like, did you get through a couple of levels? I think we got through two levels, maybe. Both of us that- playing for a couple hours. Because each level has, like, three Emeralds and a boss. And it's tough. It doesn't mess around. And like I often wonder, like, because it's so much fun for how unrefined it is. Like, give me more pinball games like that, that yeah. you can have a score mode, whatever. But give me, like, a boss fight. And, like, there's a couple, like, Metroid Pinball on the DS did something like that. And then there, I think there's a really cute uh, pinball adventure game on the Switch called y- Yuko's Island or Yuku's Island. Oh, yeah. Have any of you guys seen that? I've seen I've it. Played through it. it. I've heard I played through it a couple years ago. And uh, it's it really integrated pinball mechanics into like an exploration platformy adventure game really nicely Whoa. Uh, you, you know you, you end up in a corner of the map that suddenly you're kind of stuck in this pinball machine and you have to figure out how to get out and then you explore to the next kind of pinball section uh, and it was it was a really fun game i was actually thinking about it just recently as as kind of underrated games i might want to play on stream and and uh, show off so that was on my mind recently as well do it I'm going to have to get that now. I'm in. <laughs> I love it. That's like right up my alley. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, so, Ashley, let, let, let's back it up to Tears of the Kingdom just a little bit more here. Um, we know it's coming out. Uh, what, what's the date again? Uh, it is May, May 12th? May 12th. May 12th. Um, but it seems like it may have come out a little early All right. for a couple people, right? Let's uh, address the elephant in the room. The entire game leaked. Twitter blew up. The internet went crazy. And I'm sitting in a stream. It's my work day. And somebody, the chatter says, 
people are streaming Tears of the Kingdom right now. And I was like, what? People were finding ways to get it on their Switch early. I don't know how. I don't know why. And they were streaming it on Twitch. And now, obviously, all of them have since been banned. But once it first happened, like, it took a little bit for Twitch to understand really what was going on. So now I don't have the last few days I haven't seen it. But did I look? Did I did I um, give in to temptation? I did. I watched an hour of gameplay. I'm not ashamed. I, I've seen all the spoilers and I was totally cool with it. Um, thankfully they didn't do too much, but, uh, I'm very thankful that an hour in they got banned because I was like, okay, five more minutes. Okay. Five more (laughs) minutes. And I just could not look away. So all I will say is I can't wait for Friday. (laughs) Did anyone else see any spoilers or has everyone been able to avoid? Avoided all of it. Good. I saw that. I saw that people (laughs) had it. I saw Reggie, (laughs) Reggie's veiled threats on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, fig- I figured I anybody Reggie that more scary than Reggie threatening. <laughs> you know, it's like a 16 year old kid too. It's oh just, yeah, the, the whole thing is hilarious. He's he's living the dream, no longer being in charge. Like I say what I want. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, but my Twitter uh, timeline actually didn't. I it, I didn't come across it, so I didn't really have to avoid it too much. I don't know if I, it's just Mario and um, Zelda doesn't really cross over to my socials. Sure. I guess. And I don't know how Twitter works, so I avoided that pretty easily. It's confusing and scary. <laughs> I'm still in the MySpace zone. I could rock a MySpace page, Ooh. but as soon as it upgraded, I was all over. Same. I'm too old for this stuff. <laughs> I will copy and paste some HTML right now. Yo, were we all like, <laughs> yes, we were yes. all web designers back in the day. <laughs> uh, oh, I avoided everything. Um, what do you like? What do you think? Do you think harmless crime or like what do you think the punishment should be? Because like there's I fluctuate on the line because I do I do some interesting things myself that walk the line of legality when it comes to gaming. I will not say them on this podcast, but I think those are fine. <laughs> I mean, but it's such a gray area because even Game Genie was I, sued by Nintendo back in the day. Sure, and the courts sure. are like, no. That ROM belongs to them. They bought it. They can do what they want. And that's how we get these amazing ROM hacks and stuff. So right. it's such a gray area. But this is straight up. I stole the game and I'm playing it yeah. early. It's piracy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. And also, like, I don't know if they're if like Nintendo also has like day one patches that are supposed to be coming out, too. So it's not like the true product that they want people to be seeing first off. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know if, if if some of that could be involved too. That you know they they have stuff that's gonna patch you know make something look a little bit better here there wh- whatever and and when the, this new product when it comes out and people are seeing it, it's like oh look how janky this is over here and that's stuff that's supposed to get and, and I I can get it from that standpoint too. Sure. I for me, if someone pirates the game, steals it, like slap on the wrist. Don't do that, please. Don't do that again. But if someone steals it and sells it. That's where you can throw whatever book you want at them. Like, go nuts, Nintendo. But, like, for me, if someone gets to get... It's like a, like people that pirated movies back in the day yeah. kind of mm-hmm. situation. It's it's not the right thing to do, but it's also... It's, it's not the worst thing ever, but also I know that drives up prices of video games, too. Mm-hmm. And as a poor, humble streamer, prices <laughs> of video games, like, keep those... They have been down forever. 
You know, yeah. they, video games have been 50 to 60 to $70 my entire life. And that has not gone up at all. If anything, it's gone down since like the, the Sega Saturn era, which would, which was a weird time. Like some games would be $60. Some games would be 40. It was a weird time. Especially when you consider the, the m- amount of money that goes into big budget games these days. Sure. How cheap they really are like 60 bucks. I mean, even 70 bucks. I know that $10 more, a lot of people complain about it. I mean, I, I'm not one to really complain about it too much, uh, but I mean, with, with with budgets pushing, I don't I don't know. Remember, what they, they had an estimate for GTA Six just coming out, and it's uh, it, it's insane how much that game's going to cost. I mean, they'll make it all back in a weekend for sure, but still, for sixty seventy bucks, you're getting this humongous budget right. package right. that's so polished and incredible. At least usually the games are polished. Um, and something that you can play but, for thousands of hours too. I mean, yeah. right. What's the value on that? I paid 60 bucks for Mario Striker on the Switch. I played that once. So (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll get my money's worth here. (laughs) Yeah. So mad at that game. So mad at that game. You and everybody else. Yeah. The game is good. The game is good. Four on four soccer, but you can only play two on two online. It's like, what? What are you thinking? Unless you have two people (laughs) on the same Switch, which is ridiculous in the modern era. Right. So, 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 hold on. So, so when you're playing by your like locally, it's it's four on four. You said. I think locally you can do up to eight players on the same switch, but okay. who plays local games? So I got it. So, so me and my friends yeah. could play online. All four of us, same time, same team versus people around the world, and you can't do that. You the only way you can have four people on the same team is if me and Isherwood in one house and you and Ashley were in one house playing mm-hmm. on the same switch. Which is, can you imagine if Rocket League did that? Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be insane. And that's what, that's what Nintendo did, thought was a good idea. Do they, uh, do, do you still have, like, two AIs on your team, or is it just the, the two of you? You do, you have two AIs, but now you have to control multiple people, and it's just, which is fine, but at the same time, I just, that, that bugged me to no end that I can't play with three of my friends on the same team. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. they're already doing it with Smash Brothers. They put eight people on, uh, online, which, and that's insane that that, that uh, game even playing with eight people it, it's the it's 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 the most fun thing but it's also the most insane thing you can do i, I don't didn't know how i went down this path they're, again they're i'm doing sorry it somewhere else <laughs> do you play any uh smash issue i have never played smash and i'll be honest i watch people play smash and it confuses the heck out of me me too i don't know what's <laughs> happening i can't follow it i i see people flying around the map i don't know who's who who's winning <laughs> and, or why they won do you, do you play other fighting games or have, uh, are you I, into any fighting games? Not currently. I used to play some fighting games. I mean, I played a lot of Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat growing up. Yep. Um, I think the last one I played even semi-seriously was Soul Calibur on the PS3. Because uh, I, had a, I had a buddy who had a PS3 and he was like, hey, we should play this game together. I got decent at it and he stopped playing after a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was a fun one. But yeah, I sit, modern era fighting games I haven't really delved into it all soul caliber is so weird it's one of those series that just kept getting a little bit better and then just disappeared like soul caliber did not drop the ball anywhere it just it just stopped and for me i bought soul caliber one i bought soul caliber two and then i stopped i love both of those games and the reviews for the rest of the series are good it's just I, I only have room for one fighting game that's mortal Kombat. <laughs> same <laughs> i vaguely remember didn't like soul caliber four didn't it have like Darth Vader on like the PlayStation version? 
Yoda on the Xbox and then like Link on uh, the, the GameCube version or something crazy like that. Like there was like exclusive characters like that. Link was in two and that's what made it was two. Weirdly. OK. Yeah. The GameCube version played better on the Xbox and PlayStation. But the, the GameCube one got the best reviews because it's Link, man. You're playing as Link and he fits <laughs> right. so perfectly into it. And everyone's like, you can keep your spawn Xbox. We'll take Link. <laughs> I I do love when a fighting game will have like a random character in it that doesn't make sense. Like the last fighting game I seriously played was Mortal Kombat X or, or 10. Um, and you, you can play as Freddy Krueger. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love Mortal I mean, Kombat. I, I respect that. I respect that choice to put him in there. <laughs> the fatalities. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> they were so I good. Mean, even like uh, Smash Brothers. I mean, you have Steve from Minecraft in there now. It's like. Why? Like, what is this guy? Or the pir- the piranha plant. Not not PD piranha, just a piranha plant that's like in a in a pot. <laughs> so. <laughs> and it's it's amazing. I've played probably thousands of hours of Smash Brothers ever since the 64 moving on. But I agree with Isherwood. When I see some of these characters in Smash Brothers, like like the dude from Minecraft, just digging up dirt, mining, and creating things, I'm like, what are you doing? I have no <laughs> idea what's happening here. <laughs> I just, I've barely played any of those games myself, but I just, the only reason that you can get me to play a Smash game is if Sheik is the character I can play as, because Sheik is just so cool. <laughs> I do have a very serious question for you, Isherwood. Bring it on. All right. Now, this is serious. This is top tier. I am intently ready for this answer. Who is your favorite Mortal Kombat character? Oh, my gosh. Uh, is it Raiden? Is that the guy with the hat? Yeah. 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 I, I'd probably I said go to Raiden. It's a great like, I haven't played Mortal Kombat since I was a kid. I, I'm like, here we go. I have not. I I think the last time I played Mortal Kombat was maybe on the Super Nintendo or Genesis. <laughs> Raiden would teleport across the screen, hands out, and just hit the person in the chest and go, dabba, 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 like, you mean? Cut that from the podcast. <laughs> that was the worst Raiden impression of all time. I'll cut see that, myself cut. out. <laughs> Hear that, Craig? Craig? Take, don't worry. Don't pop. Don't worry. Craig will take it out. Don't worry. Yeah. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anything else about tears of the kingdom ashley i know next month you'll have a lot more to say i know but i don't know if there's anything additional that you wanted to uh talk about beforehand i just um am so excited i can't obviously say a single spoiler but i do feel for the people who saw spoilers that didn't want to and everything but um if you haven't yet heard what is that poncho What is what? that? <laughs> oh, this is my 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 coffee bug. You better stop! Oh my god! For everyone listening, you thought my coffee cup was big. He's holding up a house with the handle. <laughs> it is literally. I, I think I see people oh living god. in that coffee cup. It's bigger than your head. It's done. It's oh over. My god. It's, you would have to make two full. Jo- like, what do you call the thing that go- a carafe, two full carafes yes, of two coffee carafe. to fill that? This, this is a gallon. Let me see one more I time. One more time. This is a this is a gallon sized coffee mug. Oh, it looks just <laughs> like mine too. Oh my god! 
That is insane. I, I, I had to do it. <laughs> you got a gallon coffee mug for the memes. I respect yes, that. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I did. I did. I do have a weird question, but I'm interested. When you guys play Zelda games, do you name your character Link or do you change the name to Ashley or Ish? What do you name? I don't know if you can do that in the new ones. Breath of the Wild, I think you have to be Link. But in the classic Zelda games, what did you call Link? Uh, anytime I get to change a name, I change it to Ish. I have for many, many mm-hmm. years. Yeah. I was very much the type of person to name it something that would be funny down the line. Mm-hmm. I think one time I named Link my butt. <laughs> and in Twilight Princess, there's a part where, uh, no, no, I na- no, I named the horse my butt. I, I named the horse my butt. And there's a part in Twilight Princess where you come up to, she's not, I don't think she's Zelda. I don't remember who she is. It's been so long since I played it. And she's grooming her horse and she turns around and she's I washed my butt for you. And like, as, as, as a kid, it's, it's, there's comedy. There's nothing funnier than that moment. Comedy gold right there. Oh my goodness. But I, I, I purposely aim for uh, names that would be really funny later on. Uh, I will. I will admit, as a kid, I may have put a bad word or two uh, as my name, but as an adult, I always, always uh, pick Link for sure. <laughs> so we were, as Ashley said earlier, I, I play uh, Breath of the Wild occasionally, do some late night chill streams, and uh, we started just a you know casual playthrough maybe eight months ago or something that I've. Mm-hmm. I've Every few weeks or maybe once a month, I'll play for a few hours just for fun. But we named our horse, right? And chat came up with the name for our horse. I'm not going to say it on the podcast here. But then it'll be a month again until we play. And I forget what the name of the horse is until it (laughs) randomly pops up on screen. And out of context, it's not very funny anymore. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I used to like. Growing up, I was always a link, dude. Like, name it the character's name. And then I think once puberty hit, I was with you guys. Like, how <laughs> silly, funny, and swear-wordy can I get here? But then na- now I do pops. I'm like, ish now. Now it's just pops, mm-hmm. which makes me happy. It's like, you're just loading up like an old Zelda game. Or it's something where you could rename your character. And the file is just the name of the character, right? You load it up now, like a game you played when you were a kid. And it's like, the name is just like, poop. Or something. Or something. That's even funnier when you come back, like now, like like a decade later. It it makes even more funny to think that you did that. Oh man. (laughs) Oh man. It's yeah. That's yeah. I I definitely lean toward more of the the, whatever would make it really funny in dialogue later on or something. Before we move on to anything else, can I just see the coffee cup one more time? Yeah. This is a two-hander. Like, it's heavy. Wow. I can't wait for you. To, you got to put that in the Discord so everyone can see it. I was I was really hoping he would have an even bigger one for the second reveal. That would be great. That'd be incredible. That'd take be incredible. up the whole room. <laughs> can I see it again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just all prop mugs the whole now. Screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Great. All right. Let's bring it back uh, to Isherwood. Let's bring it back to you, 
Um, mm. So we talked about that. You've been streaming for three and a half years. Right. Um, you started back in, you said, was it, uh, was it November 2019? November 2019, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Perfect. Uh, what, what made you uh, interested in streaming? What, what, what made you, uh, and also when you, when you did it, did you start with Mario? Tell, tell us all about where, where you started sure. from. Uh, yeah, so um, Mario Maker 2 got me into, into Twitch and streaming. Um, I got Mario Maker 2, I think a week or two after it came out. Um, I had played Mario Maker 1 briefly uh, on the Wii U. Never really got too far into it. Saw these crazy Kaizo levels that were being, you know, shared on video game websites and stuff. And uh, thought, no, that's that's nothing I'll ever be able to do. I was looking for more kind of just casual Mario levels at that point. It was really mm -hmm. hard to find levels that I wanted to play. Uh, I made a couple levels that were terrible uh, and <laughs> kind of quickly, you know, moved on from the game and, and did other things. And then Mario Maker 2 came out and I'd been reading about it, you know, up to, to the launch and had a switch and everything and um, thought, you know, I'll, I'll give this one a, a chance and maybe try and uh, get serious about like making some levels and, and connecting with people uh, to share them. And so that's what I did, you know, a couple weeks after release, um, got the game, played through it, played through the story mode, um, started playing some levels just randomly from popular or whatever, and made a couple levels and started sharing them on Reddit. Uh, there was a pretty robust mm -hmm. level sharing community at that point. Uh, and one of the people that played my levels there um, sent it to a small streamer and then sent me the link afterwards and said, hey, I sent it to my buddy who plays Mario Maker on Twitch. Uh, here's the link if you want to see it. I knew about Twitch at that point, but I kind of thought it was a... Uh, bunch of young kids playing Fortnite, and wasn't really you know i didn't know that there would be a community there for middle-aged mario fans uh <laughs> um but I, I you know i watched the link uh i watched the uh the clip of the streamer playing um playing my level and then just started watching viewer level streams submitting here and there getting to know people in the community and uh did that for a few months um and at that point, I was playing a lot. Uh, my girlfriend and sister would watch me play sometimes, and I just said to them one day, hey, you know, I think I might try and stream this game. I think it'd be fun to, to play and play other people's levels and get sent the best levels in the game, because I'm seeing all these streamers play awesome levels all the time, and I want to do that too. Um, got, you know, the full go-ahead from, from the girlfriend and sister. They said, go for it. I think you'd be great. Um it was right around, it was just before Black Friday, so a bunch of stuff was on sale, kind of streaming bundles and stuff at Best Buy. Went and put a bunch of stuff on my Best Buy credit card and started streaming, I think, two days later. Wow. Um, just fired up, went live, said viewer levels, bring them to me. Um, and I've been doing viewer levels ever since. Amazing. Were you just the greatest gamer from the start? <laughs> like did you but did you hit go live and just started beating these crazy precision levels or like what was nope. the like cuz I'll I never could forget not... Oh sorry go ahead finish Oh no it's all you Uh I I couldn't shell jump uh which I quickly realized I needed to learn how to do to do viewer levels on Twitch Um I wasn't super the levels I had made were kind of precision platformy based um but I didn't know anything about team precision I didn't know anything about you know, team shell or anything like that. Um, for so I, I started streaming at the beginning of November. We went away for a weekend for Thanksgiving, and I played a, a shell level for maybe two, three hours, just 
drilling in shell jumps so I, I could feel like I could at least try to play the levels people were sending me when I got back. Right. I'll never forget when I first started streaming and the Mario community is the first community I got involved in. I've had my favorite streamers on Twitch, but I just kind of was in the background. But the Mario community, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can go in all these streams and see the same people. Mm -hmm. And I, I found you and I'm watching you play. And I'm like, I turned ghost white because I'm like, I can never play up to this dude's level. He is just and you were just sitting there. I don't even think you were watching the screen. You were just chatting, doing these jumps I've never seen before <laughs> and super chill and just enjoying the game. And like, I'm like, I can't do this. There's no way. And I was just floored by your skill. And I was just, is that, did you just put in the time? And that's like you said, shell jump or just you saw levels that put this wall in front of you. It's like, okay, how do I get over this wall? Did you practice off stream or was it all on stream grinding? Um, at that time I was playing a lot more off stream as well. Um, but most of, I, I, I really just think it's the time and, and kind of my saying back then was I'm not good. I'm just persistent. Uh, <laughs> Cause you just, sometimes you just have to throw lives at a level until it clicks and you get that muscle memory and you figure out what works and what doesn't. Um, and I just, I enjoyed doing it so much. You know, my first stream was on a Saturday and I, I stopped streaming and I said, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. So much fun. Wow. Even with just, you know three or four people there um and just finding that kind of sense of community uh and online camaraderie that i hadn't ever really experienced before um was the main draw for me and then kind of the gaming was secondary to that um but you know we all anybody that does viewer levels or even plays mario on on stream you have to have you have to at least be competent at the game i think or else it, it, be, it doesn't become fun after a while, right? Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're in the viewer level, if that's your primary thing, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah, um, but I, but she's. I think I think we all. I mean, speaking for myself, I go to other streamers' streams. I watch Mario all day long, and I still think the same thing. I'm, I'm never going to be that good. How how the heck did he beat that level that fast? Or how's yeah. she doing that? You know, with reading that blind i mean we i think we all do that it's it's hard but i try to remind myself like hey they gotta because like i still see you and like you're infinitely your league's beyond me but then i think like okay you had a couple year head start and then i see like the big time mario streamers they've been doing it for decades and so like i have to remind myself like I, I, i'm gonna steal your i'm gonna steal your phrase now it's like just be persistent like <laughs> it doesn't matter you know Right. Put in the time. When I watch you, you know, several times a week and you've gotten so much better in the last few months, like exponentially better just in the last few months. I mean, you beat a few levels in the last two weeks that I think you beat them quicker than I have. Did you? All right. The rest of the podcast, just repeat that over <laughs> and over again to boost my <laughs> ego because I'm feeling good right now. The, isn't you that crushed those couple lamb levels recently. Oh, yeah. You oh. crushed them. It was so much fun. But like, I think that's what's cool about Mario is like I can go in to watch a stream of one of the greatest gamers of all time. Like I can watch you just crush a level, have a pun, but then I can go into another person's stream that's not as skilled and it's fun to watch them grow in their skills. Like as long as they're competent in the game and not like, what's a Mario? You know what I mean? And it's fun because <laughs> I've, I've experienced people's first shell jump, you know, and that yep. the hype is real. Like a shell jump is like, if I see you do a shell jump, you could do it blindfolded sleeping. 
but then right. watching someone new to the game do it for the first time, the adrenaline rush is so exciting. And it's just, it's, it's such a fun community that way that so many different streams can offer that type of value. I, I feel like, I feel like our community is very special in that the, the, the OG players really look out for the people who are newer to like getting good at the game. I can't tell you how many times I've been streaming and it's late at night and I'm on a level that took me hours that would take Poncho Taco 15 minutes to beat. And there's just OGs there and they're just like, do not you try this? Like, like you can do it. Like just, just get, get the shell there, get, get the bomb there. This is how you bomb surf. Like I remember the people who were there with me late at night, teaching me how to bomb surf, teaching me how to shell jump when just a few months I couldn't do it. And, um, not to toot your horn pops, but I have to agree with, uh, ish. You have just, even in this few months I've been in your stream, you are killing it. You're playing totally different levels. And I've only I've only known you like six months, I think, maybe, maybe a little longer. And you are exponentially better at the game. It's really awesome. Ish sets the bar. I, I want to be yeah. as good as this. And as soon as I get better, he only gets better and it's not fair. So take it, you know, if you want to take a couple months off, Isher would. I'm just saying. Well, there's just... a few people out there that I'd like to be as good at as as well, you know. I mean, we're all we're all striving to get better, but that's I think Ashley brought up a really good point. This community is so supportive. Uh, no matter your skill set, no matter if you've ever played Mario before. Um, I mean, everybody's got your back. And, and like she said, too, watching somebody that's never shell jumped before finally get it where it clicks, that can be way more exciting than watching one of the best players play one of the hardest levels. Right. It's hype. It's super hype. I just want to be as calm as you are, Ish, when 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 you're grinding something. Is that what you're going to say, Pops? When you're grinding something, like a level or a hack that is, like, ridiculous, or you've been on the same boss for days, and you just sit there like the most chill human being, I'm like, how does he do it? Like, you are just so somber. Most of the time. <laughs> watch my recent bowser loss if you want to see the other side of that <laughs> now i have to because most of it's like, like i when i think of your stream like the music i hear in my head is just like smooth jazz just super chill and it's amazing funky. and i love it mm -hmm. yeah i've just i you know i've always been um more subdued than a lot of people i think so yeah <laughs> it just comes across that way <laughs> So, so you started off. You said you started off with Mario Maker Two. Now, I I do see you also playing ROM hacks, uh, yep. SMW ROM hacks as well. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? What got you kind of doing that and stuff like that? Sure. Um, I've been playing ROM hacks for uh, two years now. This month, actually. Um, and I mean, similar thing to Mario Maker Two. I had you know seen rom hacks and knew kind of about the kaizo scene for a long time but thought it was something that first of all i thought it was complicated to do i didn't know how easy it was to even play a rom hack uh at the time and then obviously getting into like the mario maker uh twitch community and the crossover with uh rom hack players became quickly apparent that it was super easy to do and <laughs> i could start playing rom hacks within 20 or 30 minutes if i just wanted to uh spend the time to do it um you know i'd seen like when grand Prix world 2 came out and it was all over every internet gaming website that there was and um again thought that's crazy these people are nuts i will never be able to do something like that um and just thought it was one of those kind of niche 
gaming things that probably wasn't for mere mortals like like me <laughs> um but you know I, I mean just like uh, i think a lot of people talking to people that have played it saying oh yeah you could do it you know you're good you're good enough at mario maker try quickie world try learn to kaizo um and it was just i've always loved mario i mean i've been playing mario since i was five years old and uh just looked like a a really fun kind of next evolution of the game to try and take on. So yeah, I've been playing uh, for about two years. I think finished 50 or so ROM hacks in that time um, and just beat Grand Prix World 2 uh, just this last week. So yes, you know, from That's... years ago, seeing that and thinking there's <laughs> no way to, to finally accomplishing that is, uh, I think, really, really cool. How, how long did you spend on Bowser and Grand Prix World 2? uh bowser i i need to double check uh the footage but i think it was about 17 hours total which not bad. I'm, I'm okay with i was hoping it would be around 10 to 15 17's not too far off that i i was there a lot of it i i just it was so awesome to watch and I was actually in a work meeting when, because you're so calm, I was in a work meeting and I had you muted, but I had you on the other monitor. Don't tell my job. And <laughs> I couldn't tell by your reaction that you had beat it, but I was like, no, like, I was like, that looks like he beat it. And then I saw your chat and I was like, oh my God, it happened. It was like <laughs> the most hype moment ever. I was so proud of you. Like just GG, dude. That's so awesome. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. GG. That is <laughs> You are a dog, dude. That's insane. You should feel so proud. I'm so jealous. I'm so I'm, jealous. Thanks. I am pretty proud. That's, that's one of my proudest gaming accomplishments, I think, is is finishing that game. I started that game in September of last year. And I, and wow. I, don't, I haven't been playing it, you know, constantly, but I'm, I've been playing a few hours a week here and there. And uh, to finally finish it is, is a big chapter of, of the last kind of several months of my life closed, you know? So it's a, it's, it's a cool it's, feeling. Is Grand Poo World 2, would you consider it the most difficult one that you've beaten? Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, regarding ROM hacks, so, like, I, Grand Poo World 2, that, like, as you said, it was everywhere. The compilation video on YouTube had me crying. I'm like, that. that's why I got into to streaming. Like, GDQ and that. And I wanted to be, you know, I thought I'd be doing more ROM hacks, but just when I looked at the the landscape... Of, of twitch i always see mario maker viewers were a lot higher than rom hack viewers and i'm like okay if i'm gonna start here i'm gonna go there even though i liked almost the other one more i love them both but why do you think that is that that mario maker 2 even the big time streamers if they stream mario maker 2 or they stream a rom hack they seem to get more viewers with with the maker i just i don't understand it to be honest I think a lot of things probably play into it. I think one is the interaction with chat when you're playing maker and specifically if you're playing viewer levels is a lot higher. Um, there's a lot of engagement there. It's kind of shorter bite-sized chunks to one level at a time rather than a full game, uh, which I think is maybe helpful for, um, you know, uh, just retention and, and, uh, people's attention span maybe in general um gives them incentive maybe to stick around if if you're if their level's going to be played next or if you're playing a level that they've played or if they can play along with you or maybe you're taking world records back and forth or something fun like that you know there's a lot of interaction whereas watching somebody play rom hack maybe is more of a passive uh 
viewing experience sometimes. If that makes sense. It does, because mm-hmm. you know what? When you verbalized it too, when I first got into trying ROM hacks, impossible. There's no way I know how to do this. And as you said, like you have two minutes of research. You're like, oh, you just click here and you can do it. <laughs> yep. Um, and I think there's, you know, the there are a lot of people that stream ROM hacks and there are tons of ROM hacks out there. Um, many of them, most of them that people have never heard of, right? So if you're playing something by a creator who's just put out one ROM hack and you, maybe you found it because you were browsing SMW Central one day versus playing something like a Grand Prix World 2 or Invictus where it has that kind of brand recognition or name recognition, mm-hmm. um, you might not bring in as many people either. I think too, like, it's not only that sense of camaraderie that like your friends are making levels. Oh, hey, I know that person. Hey, that level was dedicated to Isherwood. I want to play that. That's super cool. Like, it's all, it's like the community and the people you know, and we're so intertwined, especially if you do viewer levels. But I think it's also, we talk about this a lot, the love for short form content. They want to see you beat the level, you know, right. and then it's, it's less of a, an investment for them. But then there's people who want to sit with you through, through a whole journey, like a, like a ROM hack and stuff like that. So I think obviously it just depends on, on the person, but I do see mm-hmm. what you're saying. Like as, as far as interaction, it's so much more personal in maker. Like we know these makers, if you're playing popular and they may even be in, in your chat. So it's right. really cool. Or several people in chat have played that level and yeah. struggle with it or beat it or, you know, have some experience with it already. So there's that commonality. Mm-hmm. Also, I think, uh, this Mario Maker <clears throat> two is much more accessible than smw like um i mean when you when you watch if you're used to smw or if you're used to mario maker 2 you play smw it's it's totally different uh you do have to like mentally kind of change a little bit the buttons that the button layout is different but also there's just a lot of tech that doesn't transfer over to mario maker 2 from smw and it's like wow how did how can you possibly do that you know there's a lot of things that you can spin jump on in smw that you can't in mm2 and it's, uh, I mean, and I think people also just understand the mechanics of Mario Maker 2 better, so it's easier just to watch that. It's more a comfort zone. Right? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. And you have a lot of people who are younger who's who have a Switch, who have Mario Maker 2. It's easy. It's right there. They know what the game is. They're going to come on and want to watch people play it because they can play it too. And, you know, the the base of gamers that have Mario Maker 2 and that play it is much larger than the base of people that play rom hacks right absolutely what do you prefer uh it depends on the day it depends on my mood um some days i wake up and i have maker on the schedule and i kind of wish that i i was playing whatever rom hack i'm playing at the moment um Sometimes there's a level that I wasn't able to beat yesterday that I really want to get back to, but I've got ROM hacks on the schedule today, so it's going to have to wait until next week. Um, you know, I, I just look at them as two different games, and I, I love them both for different reasons. Playing a ROM hack, though, from start to finish does give you a sense that you have kind of beaten a game more so than Maker ever. You know, beating a level feels great. Beating a whole game feels uh, like more of an accomplishment sometimes. Sure. Mm-hmm. isn't that the worst question of all time like what's your favorite movie it's like well i'll pick something but if it's a comedy and i'm not in a laughing mood i'm never gonna watch that comedy like ask right. me better questions come on <laughs> who is like your favorite child ever, the first time i ever even 
heard of ROM hacks. Like, I didn't even know it was like a thing. It was, I, it was probably back in 2019 or something like that. I was watching a streamer who was doing SM, uh, Mario Maker 2 and then suddenly just switched to something just called Grand Pooh World 2 I, or maybe one. I can't remember what it was, to be honest. And I was just like, what is this? And I was watching it. It was like this, this it, to me at, at the time without knowing, I was like, this looks super janky. What is this? <laughs> um, but obviously it's more polished. The more you watch, the more you understand what the, it is and everything. It's like, OK, no, this is actually polished what it is. But at the time I was just like, what, what even is this? I was so confused. Like, I was like, is this some weird Mario Maker 2 mode I don't know about? Like, what is <laughs> The rope that you fall through when you run will, for the rest of my life, be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just at the end of the level, one of the hardest levels, that little troll rope and watching everyone fall through that. Oh, it warms so my good. heart. That rope got me. I know, <laughs> I I know exactly clip. what rope you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> I need the clip and I want to see the look in your eyes as you fall down. <laughs> Uh, and to be fair, Poncho, there is a lot of jank in, in Super Mario World. You're, you'll never get rid of the jank. You can work around it, but a lot of it is there. And some levels are frustrating because of the jank. Uh, sure. That happens. But uh, one it's of them, part of the charm, well, I think, too. One of the things, and I, I think because one time in the back, I wasn't doing it on stream. I was doing Learn to Kaizo just to kind of learn some of the new tech stuff that I didn't understand yet. And they got to one, I think it was some with like invisible Yoshis or something like that. And I was like, all right, I, I, th I think I'm not going to do this, this hack anymore. I don't think they really do that anymore in the modern hacks as often. It seems like they kind of moved away from some of that really janky kind of like invisible sprites you spawn and stuff like that. Yes, um, Learn to Kaizo is also very good up to a point, I think, because uh, that was the first hack that I played. I, you know, it was recommended to me. Um and I played through maybe the first quarter of it. And then a few people in chat were like, you know, you don't really need to keep playing. It gets into some pretty techie stuff that most hacks aren't even going to ever have for you. Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. And that hack actually got a little janky, too, on one one of the like tests. Right. Because it gives you little sections, learn how to do a shell jump, learn how to do this and then kind of put it all together in a, in mm -hmm. a little level. And one of those levels is very, very janky. And I got to that point. And I was kind of getting frustrated. And somebody in chat said. Just move on to Quickie World. You're you're <laughs> you're there. Get get ready for it. And I'm glad mm -hmm. I did because Learn to Kaizo was getting a little frustrating. But it it is a great beginner hack or first hack just to get your head around kind of the physics and how it operates. And but if if you are getting into hacks and you start with that, play it for a little bit and then and then just jump into something. Yeah, my first hack was Diagonal Mario, and I have no regrets. I do not yep. know that hack. <laughs> <laughs> do yourself a favor listen to this podcast look up diagonal mario it is the stupid you're not you you're going to be actively a worse gamer after after playing it <laughs> but it'll open your mind to what rom hacks could be and oh, no. i uh, the the jokes the laughs you're gonna you're gonna hate it issue would so look it up that's my suggestion i saw one person <laughs> play that and it hurt my head to watch so dumb <laughs> it's, it's horrible. so dumb I've, I've I've been on and off watching a streamer playing a hack, I think, called Dreams. Yes. Hacker's Dreams? Maybe. Hack Hacker's Dreams? Dreams. And it's only like six levels. or, or it's, it's, it's 12 levels, something. It's short. But um, and he, he's a he's very talented SMW player. But he, like, I don't know. He's almost like pushing 200 hours. And like on this last one, like I watched the final level he's playing and I don't even know what's going on. It's so insane. Just like 
The screen is flashing, like changing backgrounds 24. It's it's absolutely he, wild. He just beat it this last week, didn't he? Did? I got to go I think, back. And I watch believe that. so. I think he's the first. Is he the first person to beat it? It is hack, it's hackers or hacker dream. Uh, yeah, and it is like meant to be one of the hardest near okay. impossible I'll, hacks I'll as far as I know. I, I watched some All of that of, as well, and it was ridiculous. It's wild. I, I don't even understand what's going on. It's just it's just muscle memory. But yeah, it, that, it's that last level watch. has like check that out. That last level has basically the uh, Mario Maker Two teleportation glitch throughout the whole thing. If you've seen any of those levels recently with the with the exploit teleportation glitch, it's basically that with seizure inducing backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I, I've got to say to you, Isherwood, um, playing a couple of your levels. I like because uh, I played your world. I beat your world that came out. Was that last year or a little bit before that? I can't remember. The time is weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, sometime last year. I don't know how you did it, but your style is so similar to ROM hack style. And I appreciated it so much because like you have a lot of Super Mario Maker style levels I played. It's like, hey, let's just throw a bunch of tricks together. Let's do like a, a trick followed by trick followed by trick. But you had... It, like just these tough difficult sections the trick is just beating the section timing your jump doing it right and i love that and it seemed more rom hack style and uh, your your world was so much fun and i appreciated it big time that just the different style of play. oh thanks yeah i was i was playing a lot of rom hacks when i made that world and was definitely influenced by kind of what i was playing at the time um so i wanted it to feel more less chaining tricks together like you said and more um more of a platform focus but with that mario maker kind of twist to it i don't think i've ever personally played an issue with level yet but i've seen pops mike play quite a few of your levels and i've seen a former guest chest wc play a lot of your levels and it's really funny like you have style like they they just like the tricks aren't just one trick and then you pause like everything really has such a flow to it to the point where pops was playing one of your levels i think last week and i said in the chat is this an issue with level and he was like yeah and i had never seen the level (laughs) i just could tell from like the flare that it was you that's that's cool to hear i don't (laughs) feel like i have a a personal style when making i just kind of i get in there and just things where it feels good to have them right and so i do i do focus on flow most of all i think how does it feel to get from point a to point b is the most important thing now but my making styles has evolved a lot over the the years that i've played the game too and i haven't made anything in in quite a while but uh definitely you can see if you go through my profile the different kind of eras of (laughs) either what i was playing at the time or what i was most into sure one of my favorite things I think is super underutilized in makers, at least in the levels I'm playing, is just blocks on wings floating from right to left and having to jump on them after a trick and go through a couple. It's kind of like a, a quick, you do a trick, you land on the block, now you got to go right. And even the spin jump on breakable blocks, things like that, um, I wish there was more of in Mario Maker. And you always throw those into your levels and I appreciate them big time. I just I, I love those sections. Oh, cheers. Thanks. Very, very ROM hack inspired, that kind of stuff. It's funny. I, I, I hear you know, people talking about the styles like they, they could recognize other makers. It's funny because when I when I play Mario Maker, I I purposely aim for the absolute worst levels to play. Yep. 
Uh, like me, all it is is un- for the most part, it's zero percent levels that have never been beaten from 2019, which, you know, that's absolute some of the worst <laughs> levels you're ever going to play. Uh, for for me, at least when I go to Mario Maker, I I really like. Garbage, if that makes any sense, <laughs> like I, I, I like playing absolute garbage levels <laughs> um, and it, 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 it's it, to me, it, I, I enjoy that. I, I do play. I have played viewer levels in the past that are very good. And I do appreciate good levels, but I'm definitely, I don't know, endless garbage or zero percent garbage <laughs> old, old age is usually what usually what I aim for. Um, which, which, albeit doesn't always necessarily give me the practice to get really good at shell jumps. I've gotten better at them, but that it's it, it's it's a different type of challenge, I guess. When you when you start playing those type of things, I love when I you love call Maker for that reason. Though there's there's something for everyone, no matter what you're looking for. Yeah, you'll um title those streams sometimes dumpster diving. That always makes me laugh when you're doing the unclear yeah. 2019s, and it just says dumpster diving. <laughs> Yeah, every once it's like it was always like, will we find the diamond in the rough tonight? <laughs> it's probably been like a year since we last found the last diamond in a rough or something <laughs> like that. But every once in a while, every once in a while, it comes up. So, uh, Isherwood, I believe I've heard that you are going to GDQ. Is that right? It's true. Yeah, first Coming first time. Here. You want to you want to tell us about what, what what's going on there? What what what, do you, what do you, where can we see you? what you're going to be doing? Uh, well, at the moment, uh, I'm a backup for the Mario Maker 2 relay race. Uh, so four on four relay race, uh, I'm, I'm the backup of somebody for some reason can't make it. I'm not guaranteed okay. to, to, uh, play this year. Uh, I did submit to run a ROM hack. Unfortunately, did not get uh, accepted this year. I wasn't really expecting it to, but figured since I'm going anyway, I might as well throw my hat in the ring. Um, so I'll be around. I'm really just excited to be there with everybody. You know, there's a, a massive community of Mario people, both from Maker and ROM hacks that I know that are going. Uh, so really just excited to have a vacation, meet a bunch of people that I've been talking to for years, uh, you know, finally meet up in person and, and hang out with. But I'll be around everywhere. Uh, I'll be watching a lot of the runs. And, um, you know, I don't want to say fingers crossed that I'll be racing, but I am the backup. So <laughs> maybe something yeah. will happen where, where I'll get in there yeah absolutely no that'd be that'd be totally awesome i'm sure i'm sure we'll see it in in the crowd uh during gdq we'll see it cheering up there for sure <laughs> can't miss that hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm excited i i know are any of you guys going this year i know cheese pops you're not not gonna make it not yet Yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited i heard last year was really fun um you know i'm traveling with a buddy and staying with another streamer uh three of us rented a, a place together so um it's gonna be a really good time and there's some some mario maker people that live there and kind of congregate in the minneapolis area every year too so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a party last year was the first year i, I went to one and like I was like a kid in the candy store. Like I go in and I'm like, I know that person. I know that streamer. Oh, I know. I've seen them. <laughs> and like, oh my goodness, I, you know who that is. This is incredible. And it was a week long of me just geeking out. And then I'll never, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll never forget being in the elevator. The door opens in walks order. Aura just walks in elevator closed. So it's me and Aura. And in my head, I'm like, please don't coward out. Just go, that's all you need to say right now, Cheese Pops. It'll be fine. The door opens and I just go, good luck on the race. 
Oh my god! <laughs> that's all I could muster. I was so nervous that I okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my response. He's like, okay, thanks, and walked out. <laughs> that one, that's it. And that was my one chance to troll him live, and I missed it. Wow, you missed it. You missed it. Oh, that's awesome though. Just casual elevator run in there that's awesome it's funny how we get starstruck like with these people like they're just like us you know they play mario with a camera on them but like i'm like uh, they if, if i ever saw barb in the wild i would like fangirl like i saw i don't know the lady gaga or something like i would freak out I did that with Beechin too, and getting to meet Be- like Beechin. I'm like, all right, just go up. His mustache is so inviting. Just go say hi. Just go say hi. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, also, I see like uh, in your background, you have a guitar. The uh, bass guitar um, back here, yeah. Bass bass guitar. Yeah. How long have you been playing? Uh, are are you are you in a band? How long have you been playing uh, bass guitar for? Well, I've been playing bass for how old am I? old um <laughs> 25 25 years i think about um started playing bass in high school i've been in several bands over the years um semi-serious in the northwest for a little while but not in in the past uh six years or so um but yeah recently started doing some music on stream um that's why you see the bass behind me now doing some live looping uh got some gear at the beginning of this year um just because I was really missing that creative outlet, you know, Twitch is, has, uh, filled a lot of that kind of creativity and performance, uh, kind of scratched that itch that I've always had. Cause I've, I've always been performing on stage, playing music, uh, of some sort since I was, I think we had our first gig right after I turned 21, the, the band I was in at the time. Um, and not having that in the past few years, kind of Twitch helped fill that gap. Um, but I was still missing making music quite a bit and just needed, uh, needed to get some things together and finally kind of bit the bullet at the beginning of this year and got some gear. So I've been doing a little bit of, uh, musical interludes here and there on stream. Um, just kind of learning the equipment that I have right now, but it's been a lot of fun getting back into it. And you took like a week off, but didn't you just set to set all that stuff up? Yeah. Set everything up and, and just redid the setup in here, made it more ergonomic friendly. Um, you know, rearranged basically this whole room and, and hadn't, uh, I hadn't done any stream upgrades in like two years at that point. So it was kind of a needed refresh, um, just for the space that I'm in. And you have a, a sample pad, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. It's yeah. like a, it's uh, like a drum SPDS pad. Yes. Roland, uh, sample pad. Yeah. So you can like, for those who don't know, you can loop, um, sounds and you can make like kind of live loops on it with your voice or with instruments and stuff. And I had this written down to talk to you about because it's like, I get so fascinated by the fact that it's just live and you're creating an entire song live with the clap tracks. You make lyrics, you play a funky bass line, like you have, you're drumming on the sample pad and looping it. Like, do you get Mm -hmm. nervous? Do you have ideas beforehand or a bass line before? beforehand or are you coming up with it on the fly and also i haven't seen yet how often you do this uh right now it's just kind of when i have something uh either either something happened that day that kind of inspires a little ditty in my head or um i have something kind of pre-prepared everything i'm doing is kind of improv uh as we go but you know i do have to have some loops or idea of of what's gonna fit together right um 
same same uh bpms and same key right so sure uh right now i don't have like a keyboard or melody instruments besides the bass in my voice and i'm not very a very good singer so uh, right now it's a lot of um finding samples kind of getting loops together what works what doesn't um and then i've got yeah the roland drum pad uh in combination with a loop pedal um a six six track loop pedal um and then the bass and, and a microphone right now but looking to expand hopefully within the next few months with a keyboard maybe a synth and and uh maybe get a guitar out of storage and uh start playing a little bit of that too I could see you with a micro korg the little midi synthesizer with the vocoder i i would love a micro korg i'm i've been looking out for one yeah oh mine collects dust i need to use it more <laughs> send it to me i'll play it <laughs> <laughs> It's a great element. It's just it, may, it really makes you stand out from the crowd, and I I personally have really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I I played microcorg. We've talked about this before, Ashley, but I played microcorg and bass in the last band I was in. Uh, yep. which is I love that little synth. I think it has the coolest sound. <laughs> yeah, looking looking to get something like that right now. I've kind of been doing it about once a week, um, but I would like to uh, I'd like to have it be a more regular part of the stream. But it is a lot of kind of um preparation just to make sure that things are going to go right when it sure. happen and you asked if i was nervous I, it's the most nervous i've been on stream yeah. since i started wow. honestly uh but i've gotten a lot of um good feedback and support from from the, the community so people seem to enjoy it when it happens and i i do want to do it a lot more awesome yeah can we i i okay a lot of us have something in common that's happened in this past month and ashley you're having something that is going to be in common with this uh we've all done very long streams recently yes uh i i had a 12 hour which turned into a 14 hour due to some milestones that were met throughout it but did a 14 i ended up doing a 14 hour stream like uh two weeks ago three weeks ago i can't remember what it was uh pops you and isherwood did what was it last week i think it was yeah we both did last saturday a 12 hour that was poor planning by me because i should have because i would have been at isherwood's 12 hour stream the entire time because as soon as i found out about it, i'm like well i'm in too deep now but i could have had just the most awesome set luckily i can go back and watch the vod that's one cool thing about twitch and you absolutely <laughs> killed it bud like your voice I, is so suited for like i could listen to you 24 hours a day seven <laughs> days your voice is oh, like shush. my my zen <laughs> It just makes me feel so calm, cool, and collected. I think I had announced what date I was going to do mine and came into your stream the next day and saw you <laughs> that you had announced the same date. I think we both announced it at the same time. And uh, I felt very similar. I said, maybe I should push mine a week. But, you know, then we had this going on and I, I've got my dad visiting and stuff. And I was like, no, I got to get it done before before it gets too uh, too far into the summer here. So we are in too deep. Next time. We'll have better plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pops, you did a Yoshi's Island, the, the entirety Yoshi's Island, right? Yeah, it was. It's a game I looked up like, hey, how long to 100 percent? And it was like 40 hours. I'm like, OK, so I can kind of work with that. I know I wasn't planning on beating the game, but once we got close, there was a line. I'm like, OK, if I push right now because I wanted to do like 100 percent as many levels as I could first try. But that game does not mess around with its secrets. And like that's back when well, it was Super Nintendo. So video game companies were still like, oh, boom, just slap you in the face for no reason, um, which I, I both like. 
but also I'm glad that era is done. <laughs> this situation, I'd go back if I want to be treated like dirt and play some Super Nintendo and Nintendo still. But uh, uh, it was it was a fun. It was different. It was pretty much blind. And yes, I 100% ripped that off after watching your streams. <laughs> like Poncho Talk, I loved your Yoshi's Island stream. <laughs> it spits with the uh, the vibe of my stream already, but it's different enough. So I was like, all right. Just stealing this, and it, it worked out well. It was a ton of fun, but for real, those those take a ton out of me because my streams are four hours long, and I go, like, I, I put as much energy as I can into them, and after four hours, I am legit exhausted, and then trying to do that for, tw- I was down for, like, three days, and, like, I talk nonstop, but, like, I just, that's what my stream is, is just as high energy as long as I can go. And usually that's about four hours. So it was, uh, I'm always super worried and anxious. So it's the 12 hour stream is fine, but the day before I am a wreck to be around because I'm so nervous. I'm going to let people down. I'm so nervous. Something's going to go wrong. And, and afterwards, it's always such a relief when the whole thing, well, it was a dumpster fire, but it was like a prepared dumpster fire. So <laughs> it's just, it's the day before that's the worst for me. How do you sleep the night before a 12 hour stream? Yeah. Not not well. It's nightmares right? and it's I I, you know, I I it's terrible because I have all those anxiety dreams of like everything's going wrong. Why am I why am I streaming Link to the Past? That wasn't the plan. It's always a game I wasn't planning on streaming that I'm stuck <laughs> streaming. It makes no sense now. It's replaced yep. my underwear in the classroom dream. Now it's like <laughs> I'm streaming Street Fighter what? And it doesn't make any sense, but Speaking of which, Absolutely. you, you uh, played Yoshi's Island to celebrate what? It was 1,500 hours of Mario Maker 2, and so we played a different game. Right. <laughs> anyway. You didn't want it 1,512 hours. <laughs> no, it was just on brand. Just to like, it's now, I think, become the game I played the most in my life, so let's play something different for a little bit. Um, we touched, yeah, we touched on that I have a 24-hour coming up, and... I did a 24-hour stream two years ago, which I had no business doing. I had been streaming for a year. I didn't have a lot of followers. I didn't have a schedule. Like, I had absolutely no business doing a 24-hour, but I did it anyway. And people were saying, like, oh, I could play video games for 24 hours. Like, yes, you sure could, but you're, you have a light on you and a camera on you, and you're staring at a white screen for 24 hours, and you are entertaining the people who are there. And... You're talking constantly and it's just so much energy you are exuding and 12 hours is a lot like double that. And at the end, like it's, it's a lot, it's fun and it's a huge accomplishment. And when I got to, to, when that clock hit 24 hours, I was so proud of myself, but I could have slept for another 24. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just sitting there playing video games for 12 or 24 hours. Yep. Doing all the, the the prep work for it, all the energy that's expended during it, all the multiple things that you're thinking about throughout the entire stream. You know, like you said, talking, interacting with chat, making sure that the stream's running properly, changing scenes, doing whatever, you know, you happen to do on your stream, uh, or any that anybody does on their streams is um it, until you do it, it's hard to imagine exactly how exhausting it can be. Uh, I have not done a 24 hour stream, uh, but 12 hours and I've done a 15 hour, I think is my longest. And yeah, I'm wrecked the next day yeah. and, and usually the day after that too. It's an, like you were, Oh, go ahead. 
I was gonna like the the end of my twelve hour stream. Literally, all you heard is like, "You love to see it. It's all over." <laughs> like my catchphrases. That's all. I was down to just those, just struggling <laughs> to get by. <laughs> now, now, introvert, you were you were more structured with yours, right? Like I, I think I saw like you had like times on when you were gonna, you know, people can be like thinking, okay, you're gonna do some viewer levels during this time. Then you're gonna be going over here doing this this time. So people like had an idea throughout the day. You yeah, know, if there if there's like a specific time they want to like, I think maybe playing Mario Kart at some point too. If people want right. to jump in, they could prep for that and stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, I've done most of the recent twelve hours I've done have been more variety focused, like that. It, I think it helps me. Um, I used to do twelve hours of straight viewer levels when I first started doing twelve hour streams, uh, which is a lot of Mario and a lot of uh, strain on my hands, and honestly, yeah. my hands can't take it anymore. Um, so I specifically put the schedule out in a way that i could kind of take breaks um both physically and mentally from from playing some of the harder things and incorporating community games we play like you said mario kart and we do jackbox um usually during 12 hour streams too uh, which is a lot of fun the yeah. community i have brings it with drawful and uh <laughs> and um uh madverse city which is uh just a blast to play with with a with everybody in the community so yeah trying to incorporate some community stuff keep it flowing throughout the day keep me kind of engaged and moving and um it, breaking it up into the smaller chunks i think helps the day go a lot faster too in like a 24 when you you really want to also like if you're gonna do variety you got to schedule the games in a way that like 16 17 18 hours in you are going to be awake and alert i saw i saw somebody like play like it was like the the 20th hour of their stream and they were playing a super snooze fest game and I was and they just looked like they were losing it. And I was like, dude, you got to like get into some action right now and wake yourself <laughs> up. <laughs> What's your caffeine strategy during those longer streams? Me or anybody? It, you. Anyone, I guess. I, know I, I, I have, I mean, you can see right behind me. I have, <laughs> I have a coffee <laughs> pot in here. This this is where I also do, do my where I work from home. I, my other half of the desk over here is work computer and stuff like that. But yeah, I for me, I just have a pot of coffee there and, and it. Uh, it it actually turns off at five o'clock every day, but otherwise it, it just, I just kind of keep that and refill it if I need to. I do. I do very little caffeine anyway. Um, I do a cup of tea at the start of my stream um, and on the weekends, maybe maybe a cup of tea here and there i'm actually drinking at like an iced coffee today which i barely ever drink Ooh. coffee um but i think during the 12 hour stream i had i, I think i had two cups of tea <laughs> but i caffeine's not not my uh vice of choice usually i used to be like a big energy drink person in my 20s uh and and now definitely not i don't i drink coffee every day but uh, for for long streams like that, I, I will I'll tend to grab an energy drink or two for sure, especially for a twenty four hour. I'll probably have a couple at least. I'm always like for me, I I do the tea thing too, and I love coffee. I love energy drinks, but I go like this, and then it's a quick crash afterwards, and I'm sure. so afraid of the crash during the because I'm I know I'm gonna crash anyways. Um, and that's that's always my big fear. So I do a couple cups of tea and try to keep it the same level of energy throughout. But 24 yeah. hours, I'm too, I'll, I would literally die. At hour 13, it would just be a corpse in the chair and you'd never see better gameplay on my stream. 
<laughs> it was like hours 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 that were the roughest for me where I was like, I'm not making it. I was I I was like, I'm going to actually die from no sleep. Like, like that's got to be a thing. And then you just get this like second wind and it's like you're a whole new person and you just have this ridiculous like shaking energy for like the last few hours and then i have seen this with everyone i know who's in a 24 hour you think you're gonna end stream and go to bed and you can't you are still so hyped and like overtired that you just can't fall right to sleep i think that my last one i stayed up for another like five or six hours um before i went to bed nuts even a shorter stream, late night streams, which I do occasionally. I used to do quite a bit. There was a regular schedule, but you know, stream until two or three in the morning, and then same thing. You're like, okay, I'll get to bed by three thirty or four. Nope, that adrenaline's still going. You're still kind of running through everything. Um, yeah, I can't. Twenty four hours of streaming seems crazy. I've done a couple twenty four hour gaming marathons for charity, the um, Extra Life events. We used to do through a through the company i worked at and even just doing that just hanging out in a room with other people just playing games for fun not talking not being on camera um man that it ruined me for at least two days afterwards so props to you i mean i'm excited for your 24 hour thank you i what? used to uh follow a group and they were doing stuff for charity too and one of the guys did rock band four for 24 hours drumming he, he he is a drummer like uh and not not like huge bands or something like that but he does he is in some bands but he did and he doesn't just have like the four parts he actually has like a custom like drum kit for rock band that has the cymbals included and everything like that everything expert uh and it he was in, he said afterwards he he actually went and made up an ice bath and just sat in that for a long time I bet that and then cannot be good. Didn't for you. fall asleep for many hours still. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, it just insane what some people are able to do. It's crazy. But yeah, twenty it, actually I think it's really smart what you're doing with your twenty four hour. You're starting it at night. You're, yes. you're you know, you're starting it at night because that way when hour eighteen or sixteen comes around, it's not at like two in the morning, three in the morning when like, you know, a lot of your regulars you, they're they're lurking, whatever. They're not chatting, right? Right. And you're kind of sitting there and you're 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 not as talkative because chat's not going as fast and stuff like that. So I, I think it's really smart that you're starting at like nine o'clock when you're starting, because, you know, you, you, that's your normal start time. You get all your people in there, you know, as the night goes on, people, you know, they, they start to go to bed and stuff. But then once you're getting towards those more difficult hours of staying awake, being entertaining, that's when people are right back in there, you know, getting hype in the chat and stuff like that. I mean, I, I planned mine around Tears of the Kingdom. So, uh, for example, like it's coming out at midnight during my 24 hour and I'm starting at 9 p.m. So I'm going to do three hours of Mario Maker for my people that like don't want spoilers and also like for that anticipation. And then as soon as the clock strikes midnight, I start Tears of the Kingdom for the remaining 21 hours. Um, but I will say I thought about that a lot and I wish that my first 24 I had thought of that because I think I started my first one at 10 a.m. And the middle of the night was rough. Like I had people there. Thank God I had somebody that stayed up with me the whole 24 hours and we were chatting the whole time and they, they vouched to do it again this time. And thank you to that person. Um but I, I now like the three, four, five o'clock in the morning is only going to be like uh, like six or se seven or eight hours into the stream and not 18, 19 hours. So like 
my late uh, my late hours, the sun may still be out. So I feel like it'll definitely help me stay awake for sure. Smart too to probably schedule a game that you're so excited about because you'll be and something you've never played before that's going to keep you mentally engaged a lot more than maybe something that you've played for you know thousands of hours or, or whatever. I uh, that weekend happens to be Mother's Day weekend, and my mom was like, "Oh, you know." What's going on? I was like, Mom, I have to save Hyrule. I hope that you understand. No, I'm kidding. I'll see my, my mom, but she just, she like is amazing. She totally gets my obsession and stuff, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. And when I, when I did my, my 12 hour, then there was an incentive during it to extend it. Uh, I started at 10 a.m. Uh, my time. And there was an incentive that if it was met, you know, it, we would go till midnight that night. And sure enough, we got it. Uh, but uh, I was semi structured in that I had a list like I was like, I don't want to play. Basically, I don't want to play Mario. You know, I, I play a lot of that. I want I want to I want to play some other stuff. Uh, I think even I think at some point we did actually hit a ROM hack for a little bit, but not not too long. Uh, but I had like a list of games that I won and I was like, I just told everyone, like, here's some cool games. Here's here's one or two that are community that people can play and i was just like we'll just kind of play it by ear i'll just as you're hitting here i'll be like hey at seven o'clock you know whatever people are off work we're gonna play this or whatever uh it, at least for me and in, in, in the my chat that seemed to work out pretty well but it was it was it wasn't very structured other than here's like a list of six games or five games we're gonna be playing throughout the day um and it, it seemed to work out pretty well it, it went by very very fast. You, you, be, go ahead. You kept going back to a game like in the middle of right. Is that is that this twelve hour? Or was that the last one that you kept going? That was back? a previous one. Oh, okay. Well, that th I thought that was actually a creative strategy too. Like it wasn't like super structured. You were like, here's the games I have in mind to play, and you just kept like going back to the same. It was I think it was a Dead Cells. Yeah. Oh, that was a great stream. It was the first so time fun. playing, and yeah, I ended up because I played it basically for like five hours straight. The first stretch we started off with that and it was a first play for me and i liked it so much then we got to other stuff and i was like i kind of just want to play some more dead cells so we ended <laughs> up just going back to that and we played that for another like two hours at some point so i um, thought you were gonna say but, virtual bart you kept going back to virtual bart on the oh second god Could, couldn't get enough of virtual bart just needed that water <laughs> slide action <laughs> oh man i, I needed the, the the uh what's that horrible tree level where you're just swinging oh the baby <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm still uh, so mad that ashley beat that game and like you need better games in your life that you took the time to beat that one it's just so infuriating to me i beat that game a couple of times i think i'm not gonna lie but it was like remember back in the we've said this back and ish i'm sure you can relate like back in the day we had the games we had like i couldn't just play a zillion games so i remember i had that game at one parent's house that i didn't have a ton of games at and I just uh, you had what you had during the summer, and I definitely played and played and played until I finished. And that game is jank and difficult, but um, I I weirdly love it to this day. <laughs> I don't, it's not good. I don't know if you've ever seen an issue, but there's a level where it's a not, water slide. You go down. You can either go left or right. Guess how you know which way to go. They don't tell you. You just have to guess. If you guess wrong, sorry. Try again later, buddy. You lost a life. And is it random every time? Probably. It is. It's beautiful. It's bad. RNG it's, pick a path. It sounds like it, pinnacle of game development. 
so good without without any hints of what though if, if you're potentially going down the right pipe or not <laughs> why did i die just cuz try again <laughs> yes That's, uh, it's so bad it, it it makes for fun uh stream content absolutely though watching somebody <laughs> suffer through all that cheese pops i gotta add i got i gotta say i gotta say something I have I got to express some disappointment. Sounds about right. I was I was in your stream and I heard uh, that we could potentially be talking with somebody other than other than named Cheese Pops. You're you were saying that your first Xbox username Uh was like Mr. Farts. Mighty Mr. Farts. I was Mr. Farts for a while. <laughs> just imagine the the pod the first episode you were on it was it was it was the title and said featuring M- mighty mr farts <laughs> the worst part about that name like because that is the perfect 13 <laughs> to 16 year old name you know that's in the wheelhouse i was 25 when i'm like you know what mr farts is a great name that's what i want to be known <laughs> as in the community yes. i just thought because i was playing halo at the time and i thought it was funny like you were killed by mr farts and Mr. Farts was taken, unfortunately. So I added the mighty big fan of alliteration. So mighty Mr. Farts, you were betrayed. I didn't, 25 years old. I, you know, I'm an adult. <laughs> so if I go back in my Zelda games and stuff, my GameCube memory card, it's just Mr. Farts. And it's, uh, it's a reminder of how far I've come. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name is it's it's fantastic uh let's move into uh what games are we playing i know we we play a lot online uh and and this could even be games that you're playing online if you're playing them on twitch or if you happen to be playing something that is offline that you just kind of want to talk about like yeah i'm playing this cool game having a great time and i recommend people check it out if they have not um i I, I I'll go ahead and start this one. Um, I came across a game that I've wanted to play for a long time. And I finally had the chance to play and I actually did do it on stream uh, and I've not completed it yet, but it's a game called Unmetal. I don't know if anybody here is familiar with Unmetal, but basically it's an homage to Metal Gear Solid, except it's. Fully aware of what it is, and it's a comedy game. Uh, but it's it's an homage to Metal Gear Solid. Uh, it's uh, it's pl- it, it it looks like a Metal Gear game, not Metal Gear Solid, but Metal Gear. It's kind of top down. It's not 3D. Uh, came out in like 2021 or something like that. And I found it because some other big name streamers are playing it. And, and the game is legit. Like normally video game humor is very cringe to me. I don't really find it funny. But this one is actually quite clever. And I find myself. Uh, laughing while playing it and it's basically they take metal gear and they make it there's no way you can make anything as crazy as metal gear but they 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 make it crazy still and it's funny and uh the gameplay is good and and there's just a lot of goofy elements to it that actually make it quite fun and i would recommend if anybody is a semi-fan of metal gear solid in any capacity do at least watch a, a playthrough of it uh play it if you can if you can afford it. i think it's like 14 dollars or something like that uh on steam and uh, I, I think on all the major consoles uh but i highly recommend it. very very fun game 
It's it was fun watching you play it. Like I was sitting on my couch laughing my butt off by myself out loud. Like the game is just so it's got a lot of adult humor in it, but it is hysterical and your chat was absolutely loving it and it was definitely great content, my friend. Yeah, I I really like it and I highly recommend it. If anybody has any love for Metal Gear Solid, you will have you'll get a kick out of it right right away. You'll get you'll exactly know what this game is. Just get to get into it. I've never played Metal Gear Solid. I don't know anything about it to be honest. No, I haven't either. It's, it Metal Gear Solid is something else. Like I I don't even know if I recommend Metal Gear Solid to people to be honest. It's so convoluted. You understand ten percent of the story he's trying to tell. Uh, but it's the, it's the craziest stuff you'll ever see in a game put on screen. <laughs> I'm not usually into that type of game, but yeah, try, give it a, give it a chance. I experienced it on GameCube, and it was uh, the, the Twin Snakes. Twin Snakes, and that was my first experience yeah. with it. And I've never played anything like it before or since. I beat one, two, and three. Kind of like I know there's more. Maybe at some point I'll have. I've never had a PlayStation, so I can't play anything beyond three until i get a playstation but they're 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 uh they're a treat they're different and in a good way well metal gear solid 4 i'll say is exclusive to, to ps3 uh it's not on anything else and i don't really foresee it coming out in anything else ever it from what i understand the development process is very very architected towards what was available on the ps3 and it's an absolute bear to you like even get like emulators to run like they just they just have the hardest time running that game specifically for some reason so (laughs) unless konami which we all know konami's doing a whole lot right now unless they somehow come out with some something where they've remastered metal gear solid 4 i don't think you'll ever see it on anything outside of the playstation 3 that that runs it well it's yeah it's it's the game still looks good like i said i just rewatched somebody play it uh, in its entirety, and it, it very entertaining, of course. Uh, but it, yeah, it can only be played on a PS3, still, <laughs> which is wild to me. Ashley, what about you? Have you uh playing anything either on stream, off stream that you uh want to share? So we all know the great love of my life is um, Super Mario Maker 2 at the moment. And I have been trying to challenge myself and do different stuff. Like I'm not a viewer level streamer. I'm just not quite, I don't feel like I'm skilled at that level quite yet. But I, I try to find like different stuff to do. Like I'm not good enough for the endless and everything. It's just not good content for me because I'm still learning. But I was like, let me try my first Super World recently. So... It's not a, sh- a secret that Bufflin is absolutely my favorite maker. And I tried his Super World um, and I beat it. And then I just beat the second one la- this week. It was awesome. I had so much fun. I didn't know we could get the little animation at the end. When you, I didn't even know. I was like shocked by that. I had no clue. But some <laughs> of the levels um, I had played before because they were on the Get Good Challenge I made for the most popular ever levels because Bufflin has so many in in there. So I had seen some of them before. But the challenge is his world is 60 lives. So you have to beat all of the checkpoints in 60 lives. And there was that level that had taken me eight hours to beat. Remember that? Remember that, that buffing level? Yep. Took me um, o- almost nine hours to beat this level when I like had no clue what I was doing. Um, I'm proud to say it only took me two and a half this time. And it shouldn't have taken that long. But I was doing something really weird at the end that I realized. So, uh 
progress, but that was fun. Um, doing a super world is fun. That was, it was like, it almost had like a ROM hack type of feel to it. And I was like, I can't wait when my super MT comes in to try getting my hand into ROM hacks. But that's my favorite thing I've done on stream. But off, I've just been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. I, uh, I'm trying to finish up my fourth 100% run which is my first master mode run. I know you're shaking your head at me, Pops. I All the Koroks. I, what is that? After I'm done with this run, 3,600 Koroks I will have collected. And I know people don't love them, but <laughs> I like them. They relax me, so. I love them. Uh -huh. I love that you're not supposed to get them all. That's why there's 900. You're supposed to get what you can find, and you don't get a reward for getting <laughs> all of them. All you get is a little... You know what? I'm not even going to say it in case anyone wants it, but have fun. It's yay. You got 900. It's six years later. It's six years later. We can't say what you get for all I the I think Koroks. everybody knows what you get. You get poop. You get poop. <laughs> That's all you get. Nintendo doesn't want you like it's there's no reason to do it. It doesn't help whatsoever. But it, I'm proud of you nonetheless. Thank thanks. It's literally a golden poop that you get. It's called Hetsu's Gift, and um, it is just a giant golden poo, and it was worth it every time. It, it just sits in your inventory. There's nothing you can do with it. Correct. Okay. <laughs> How many hours does it normally take you to find all 900 Koroks in 100% Breath of the Wild? I... The, my, so my, fir my first playthrough I ever did, which was on the Wii U, I not only 100% of the game, but I also got like, I upgraded all the armor. I got everything. I, I looked for more, everything you could do in the game to do it. I know I have between my four playthroughs about six, 1600 hours into the game right now. I would say probably like my pace, because I don't like to cheat. Like I like to try to find as many Koroks as I can on my own. And then when I'm like really desperate, I'll like look at a map online. But I would say for me, like a hundred percent run, because I play so casually, usually takes me somewhere around three hundred hours. But I explore that, a lot that's too. That's impressive. Uh, GG's for doing it. It's massively impressive. <laughs> so three hundred hours to do each run. I would say so. It's a lot. Of, that's that's a lot of Breath of the Wild. It's it's, it's my favorite game of all I, time. I don't think I've. I don't know. Outside of Mario Maker Two, and that and that's just because I stream. It. I don't know if I have any game that has even three hundred hours in it. Unless we're unless we're talking like maybe like Mario Kart sixty four back in the day or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for me, that's that's about all I'm playing right now. Uh, I just finished um, a replay of Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch, uh, which I had not played in in several years, and just loved. Played a lot, just handheld, you know. Put TV show on, kind of play it real casually, hanging out with friends, have the sound down, just kind of grinding out some battles. And that that game is super fun. I was very disappointed with Nino Kuni too. It was like a completely different game that just took all the mechanics that I liked about the first one and threw them out the window. Um, but Nino Kuni one was really fun. And then I recently started a new playthrough of bloodborne, which I am playing on stream, uh, which was my first from soft game and, uh, still my favorite. Um, and really enjoying playing through that again. It's been, it's been really fun and in introducing a little bit more variety to, uh, to my stream, which I haven't done in quite a while. It's been really you fun. Your you said it's your second time for Bloodborne, right? 
second time for Bloodborne. I played it through when it came out, and then I uh, picked it back up when the DLC came out and and finished that. And then I think I poked around maybe in New Game Plus for a little bit. Um, I don't really remember doing that, but based on the hours I have in the game, I think I just hit 200 hours total. Um, now playing through it again. and uh, But yeah, second like serious playthrough of it. As an old like retro video game fan, I don't watch a lot of 3D games. It's weird calling them 3D, but there's three dimensions. But that those games are so much fun to watch people stream. And like I've been, I had a blast watching you play it the other day. And it's just it's cool to see those. Like I'm too scared to play those games myself. I'm a coward, but it, it's fun watching a gamer just absolutely wreck those games. So appreciate you doing it. It's it's been a lot of fun. I had probably the biggest jump scare. In- on stream the other day i i I am uh uh, not fond of spiders and i went into this room with lots of very big spiders which is fine i could see them and they dropped from the ceiling and and came at me uh but one of them snuck up behind me when i was not expecting it and didn't hear it and turned around and it was right in my face and i was legitimately (laughs) one of the most scared i have ever been in a video game just (laughs) all of a sudden a spider was attacking me out of nowhere and um sometimes sometimes it can be a little spooky did you yell? Did you go? Ah! I think I, I think I yelped. You yelped. I need to see it because I picture your jump scares because you're so chill. It's just your eyebrows raise a little bit, you know, just a little ooh, you know. But if you actually yelped, I need that in my life. That might be my I'm new pretty alert. Sure, I did. Uh, we played. We also played Amnesia for Halloween this last year. It was a uh, chat got to pick a scary game for me to play, and I don't play scary games like normally, um, and. Most of me playing that game was just, why is this so scary? What is that? What is what is this noise? What's coming after me? And me just running from things and trying not to die because you can't fight back in that game either. Really, you just you just run and hope that you can't hope that you don't die. So that was terrifying. A, it was an interesting stream experience as well. Scared Isherwood is something I did not realize <laughs> I needed in my life. I know what I'm doing later tonight is finding that vod and just chilling out and watching you be terrified. <laughs> uh for me uh i got a charity event coming up so i've been practicing cuphead just i haven't played since it came out so went through beat the game one round now i'm just trying to get to know all of the bosses and you know that's been fun it's like when i when that game came out i thought it was going to be more Mega Man like run and gun than get to a boss but it's pretty much just a it's a it's a boss rush um yeah. very similar in my head mentally how i play the game is how i approach the punch out games learn the boss learn how to attack learn how to dodge super fun amazing game can't say enough about cuphead and then also spelunky 2 um i've been in a few streams of streamers playing i got to play with them and now i'm hooked it is just the most jerk face of video games of all time you could play it by the books and just get wrecked i don't even know why they give you hearts because you get bit by a snake, it launches you into a bat, down into a trap that shoots an arrow in your butt, and now you're dead. Good job. Start over. <laughs> and it's just, there's something about the mean. It's, it looks so friendly, nice, and peaceful, but every step you take is a chance for to just ruin an incredible run. And it's just, it's fun. And uh, I love the brutality of it. It's just, I love watching people stream it because everything can be going fine. You're living the dream. I got Excalibur. Let's go. I got the onk. Boom. Something just crushes you from above that you didn't see. You had no chance to dodge. Start over. Have fun. 
Yep. But that game is very, very cruel at times. Like you said, <laughs> why, why is there even a heart system? Because you're basically dead in one hit because so many things go wrong when you get hit that one time. I, just, I love the the hidden mechanics, too, because like just for an example, there was a like golden statue. If you get the golden statue, it's a trap that comes down and kills you right away. So I know avoid the golden statue. Oh, but look, there's this cute little dog that I want to get that's going to help me. So I jump on the dog and you got to tame it. It's going to run left and right. But also, apparently, it shoots fire. So I jump on the dog. It starts running right, shoots a fire into the gold statue. 20 minutes of my life is wasted as lava falls and just kills me in one hit. And it's just <laughs> I love stuff like that in video games. Mm hmm. Yeah, that, that that that's a good Spelunky 2 uh, summary. <laughs> it is a fun game, uh, but yeah, it, it can be very punishing and cruel at times. Uh, going back to Cuphead, I, I really liked Cuphead. Uh, they And like you said, like, I think a lot of people initially thought it was going to be like a Mega Man style thing with like a cool boss at the end. But when I play it, I'm kind of glad that that's not how it ended up being, because they, they do have like a level towards the beginning where there is a little bit of platforming. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, the running gun sections opinion. are the, the worst part of the game. And you yes. have to do them to yep. get coins to get weapons. And it's not that they're bad. It's just the boss fights are so much more fun. And it I'm excels. glad they knew that. There's like yeah. three Disag running guns, I think they call them. Disagree. Like the platforming sections of that game are bad. You think they're bad? I, I hate I, saying things are bad. You know, Honestly, I was very excited about Cuphead and I thought it was just boss a boss rush game uh, and the platforming levels um, made me quit that game. I, I never finished it. I'm, I'm ashamed to say uh, I would like to. I really like the bosses um, and I, I love the art style, and the music, but the platforming sections were, I thought, so poorly done that it really it, it took a lot of the enjoyment of that game away from me. So but I, I, I would like to go back and, and play it again at some point. If it helps to bring you back, you do not need to do them to complete the game. They are 100% okay. skippable. And for, from the run that I've done, um, you can get four coins right away without doing any of them. You do the, the what do they call it, tutorial? And then this apple gives you four coins. And you can buy uh, a weapon called the roundabout. And that pretty much that with the pea shooter is all you're going to need the entire game. But there's one boss where there's a weapon called the, the lobber. If you can suffer through the first running gun section and get the lobber, it'll make this one boss a little bit easier. But getting through the game without the coins and without the stuff is very like the pea shooter is great. And that's what I appreciate about it. And so that for the charity, I have to go through and beat as many bosses as fast as possible. I only plan on doing the running gun section for the lobber at one point, but just the first one, which isn't too bad. But yeah, I hate saying things are bad. But I, I agree. If they were gone not from to the my game, tastes, maybe not. Yeah. Yet. If they were gone from the game, I'd be like, "This is fun." They, they were frustrating, in my opinion. I'll, I'll, I'll use that word. And like a cheap frustrating, like a Mega Man one frustrating. Like, okay, you're dead. Start over. You're dead. Start over. You're dead. Yeah. Start over. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll be worth picking back up for me, knowing that now. I could see you playing it for sure. Like I said, I I liked the bosses, and I think the art style is fantastic. So it was one of those games I was a little disappointed that I didn't get into as much as I hoped I would. Those those bosses are they 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 perfected the one more time. They they perfected the 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 I'll get them this next time, and then it's you know thirty five minutes later or something like that. They 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 perfected that hook where it's like the difficulty is there. It's it's completely doable. It's just. I just need one more try to get yep. it done. One more that, good run. 
that one more good run, you start it and you get hit three times in two seconds. You're like, that was not yep. it. That doesn't count. Next one. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds like Mario. Absolutely. Uh, let's move into emails. We do have one email that was uh, submitted to us. It kind of goes with a little bit we were talking about before, but I wanted to kind of keep the conversation focused where we were. Uh, but let's go ahead and Ashley, I gave you the email if you wouldn't mind reading it for us. Sure. This email says, what was your first ROM hack? Also, will you ever win a game of marbles? And this was sent in to us by our dear friend and gamer, Donald. <laughs> Donald, I won marbles this week. And if you missed it, you need to go back and check Cheese Pops' clips because it is fantastic. Ooh. One of the greatest marbles victories of all time, I got to say. Cheese is cracking up. I, I, I could tell. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm awful at marbles. It's ter- I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why I'm bad at marbles or what, what the game has against me. I, it, honestly, it hurts my feelings a little bit. I feel like I should win every once in a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there was a glorious victory just the other day. Uh, <laughs> just perfect. Um, first hack i played yeah so we did talk about it a little bit earlier uh i started with um learn to kaizo uh like i said i played maybe a quarter of the way through that and then i did quickie world no i did moo world actually first um which was very easy until one level that was extremely difficult where you're bouncing on a uh you're spinning on a big bouncy ball one of those big orb things uh through a field of ghosts that appear and disappear uh and it was extremely difficult uh, at the time um now i'm sure it probably wouldn't be that bad but it was uh, a big difficulty spike in that one but a really good first hack and then i did quickie world one and quickie world two after that and then uh people told me i should have reversed the order because quickie world two is a little bit friendlier as a first hack um but quickie one and two were both uh were both really fun to play um after that uh, i think i did cute kaizo um just some of the kind of basic beginner hacks that most people recommend um before kind of jumping in to things like silencio and el dorado were kind of the jump ups for me um that i remember the most um yeah but just you know i didn't do the qq aids like everybody says i did do akagari not too far into my rom hack journey and then uh invictus was the big first step up into difficulty for me too but i'm not going to play drammer storks i'm not interested in those um uh, for marbles for me uh on the cheese pop stream i won a game last week as well uh yay i've won a few games quite a few games in marbles but on my birthday i uh, my birthday was last wednesday i just kept coming in second place so sad day i tried i just to give more context to the issue would win I'm a I'm a family friendly streamer, you know. I'm just too big of a dork. I tried swearing before; it came off as disingenuous. So I just went full in. Let's keep it family friendly. And this level was not family friendly, um, to say the least. And if Isherwood could have won, if I could have picked a more perfect level for Isherwood to absolutely just crush it, that was it was the perfect storm. And I was I had to mute my my 
my microphone because I was ugly laughing and <laughs> I couldn't breathe. And it was just so perfect that that is the like issue with Marvel finally decided to step up. And it was this completely inappropriately designed level. And it was perfect. And I loved it. Cheese's <laughs> face when realizing what the level was, was a classic was stream <laughs> moment. Absolutely. You're, you're like, this is the one. It's my time to shine. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go, go Marvel. We've waited our whole lives for this. <laughs> it was amazing. I was there. It was hilarious. Um, he shot right in. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> um, to finish, I've never personally played a ROM hack yet. I've watched all of these fine gentlemen play ROM hacks. Uh, I've never seen Pops play one yet, but um, I've definitely seen uh, Dave and Ish play ROM hacks. I'm super interested, and most people know I have a Super NT um, in the works from Analog, so I'm super excited when I get it to uh, to try my first one. It's going to be exciting. You're going to love it. I think so, too. about you, Pops? Um, I mean, I've it's always been in the, the works to do ROM hacks eventually. I played a few. Uh, Diagonal Mario, I beat before I streamed um, just to see if maybe this is something that I could do. I, I played Grand Pooh World, too. That was the first one that I tried. And I beat the first level after many wheat sodas, and I was pretty proud of that. And I called the wife in. I'm like, I did it. I beat level one. Maybe I can do this. She's like, hey, leave me alone. It's one in the morning, and I have to work the next day. So I told her the <laughs> next day and got a more positive uh, response. But uh, since then, I have not gone back in. My thought process was, hey, stick stick to maker until you're comfortable with your skill level. But then that's kind of I think now is a bad approach because I like, all right, I want to get as good as the good people, but they keep getting better. Ishwood keeps getting better and better and better and it's not fair. And so I keep wanting to get better and better and better. And at some point I'm just going to have to, to dive in. And I think I'm going to do what I do right now is with like uh, evening streams, do that more, more variety. Like, Hey, you know, let's do something a little bit different. Keep my day streams to, to Mario maker two to keep that mostly consistent. But then, you know, Monday nights and Friday nights, let's get let's get weird with some Cuphead. Let's get weird with some ROM hacks because I do my my big fear is when Grand Pooh World 2 came out, it was such a community experience and it was so much fun to go from this person's stream to this person's stream to watch everyone share in this same community thing because you could see, you know, you know, this person tried that level. Now I want to see this other favorite streamer try that level. And I know Grand Pooh World 3 is coming out and I'm probably going to miss that boat. And that's something that is disappointing. But maybe, you know, Grand Pooh World 4, the next time this huge ROM hack comes out, I want to be a part of that really badly. And I'm, I'm by avoiding playing ROM hacks, I fear that I'm going to I'm going to miss out on that. And that's something different. So Mario Maker does have things like that, that worlds that come out that everyone plays. Um, but I, I want to experience something like that really badly at some point. Yeah. I think my first, uh, my first ROM hack was Slurgery. Yeah. If anybody's played that one. Um, basically what I did is when, when I looked at my stuff to start was, uh, I think Barb had a list 
of things that he would recommend, which apparently is much different than the ones that I guess most people recommend. And I was like, oh, well, let me just go with what he was doing. And it was Slurger. It's only like six or seven ep- uh, levels long. And it, it's definitely difficult. Uh, very fun. Very absolutely fun to play. Uh, the last level definitely does ramp up the difficulty quite a bit, which is fairly common, I guess, for hacks to do so. But uh, uh, very fun. And then uh, recently, I, there's some other one. I, I think it's Super Princess Peach World or something like that. Or Peach's Adventure. Peach's it might Adventure, have been called. Not, yeah. Not, not Kaizo, just a super fun hack. Uh, you play as like Peach and uh just really fun just really really fun it, it's not difficult it's standard difficulty non-kaizo normal uh super fun and then i played quite a bit of jump half which is like the never-ending rom hack which is like i don't remember it's like a hundred over a hundred exits uh it's it's kind of a collaborative effort this one was many creators in there and stuff like that and i think i'm done with it for now though i kind of came across a puzzle level which i kind of got really annoyed (laughs) with (laughs) finally the rest of it's been very fun i've enjoyed it up until like this one level just kind of really got to me after a while i was like all right i think i'm done i've played like 74 exits i think i'm done for now (laughs) that's a long long hack yeah uh but as far as Marvels go, I'll, I'll say I will say that I I won Marvels on my stream last week. Uh, we were so we we do a thing where uh, we we have a, a small daily sub goal. If we get it, we'll do it. We'll do a Marvels tournament at the end. And so we got it, and sure enough, I win the tournament. And, and someone's in chat. They're like, "Wow, I can't believe we got the sub goal so we can watch Poncho win his own tournament." <laughs> And I was like, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But no, I, I want it's been a while since I've, I've won that or something. But that, that, that was funny, of course. I'm just going to say it. There is nothing stupider in this world that I love more than Marvel's on stream. Because it is just, hey, there's my name. It's all random. There's no skill. And if I win, I'm like, I did it. Let's go me. And if I lose, I'm like, well, not my fault. You know, and yet I still... We we play video games to get those endorphins, and it doesn't make any sense that Marbles releases said endorphins. And yet, still, if I win any match of Marbles, I sit there and I just pat myself on the back for a job well done. I, so I go ahead. I'm I'm a little <clears throat> salty with Marbles at the moment, despite my recent massive victory. <laughs> uh, we were talking about GDQ, <laughs> huge victory. Uh, we were talking about GDQ earlier and that i'm the backup for the mario maker 2 race uh I, there were two backup uh racers in waiting in the wings and one person did uh end up not ma- being able to make it to gdq so we decided we would play marbles to determine which backup was going to take their place and i am not exaggerating when i tell you i've never been more angry at a video game when i lost those three games of marbles <laughs> Which All everybody three. saw coming. No, I, I think I won one, and uh, neither of us finished the second one. And uh, then I think uh, I fell off right near the end of, of the third one, and they, they took the victory. Um, props to them. They're going to do a great job on the race. But uh, I was legitimately furious at the game of Marvels <laughs> that day. <laughs> And it's it, like she said, it's such a dumb thing to be upset about. It's just a, it's a completely <laughs> no random. Skill. 
There's there's nothing you can do to make it any better. <laughs> it's it's as low nope. as it gets when it comes to video games. It's like those old like NES games of horse racing, and you just bet on a horse. There's no <laughs> skill or whatever, and yet yeah. I love it. It's a huge part of my stream somehow. And and, and like as a streamer, it, it, like you said, there's no control. But as a streamer, you do have to go to the last place or make fun of them every time. Like it, it's a requirement. Like you have to make fun of them for getting last place. What are you doing? Your marbles. A Rubik's cube at this point in time, covered in molasses. I've um, and then and then as a streamer, if it, no matter, it, chat's always cool with whoever wins. But if you win one time, everyone calls rigged immediately. <laughs> the chat always. is called, rigged, so rigged. <laughs> I've wanted to bring marbles to my stream for a long time, so I downloaded it last week, and I was so excited I was going to surprise everybody and play marbles. Yo, I got to give y'all marble streamers credit with the way you work that camera. I could not for the life of me figure it out. I I mean, I'll eventually like sit down and actually try, but that's that takes a lot. Like you are like not only like the facilitator, you are the announcer and the cameraman and that that takes mm-hmm. a lot. So props to y'all who do marbles on your stream. Yeah, it has the WASD. You're also using the mouse. You're using E and Q to go up and down and stuff. <laughs> it, it is quite a bit. I'm looking at my Absolutely. keyboard now because I've never done it either. <laughs> it's it's quite a bit for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do get people well, that ask me if we should do marbles on stream, but then I say, no, Cheese Pops does that. You can go there instead. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They'll there never go. show up. <laughs> they can't go from good gameplay to my gameplay. They'll be like, what is <laughs> this guy trying to pull? <laughs> Uh, for our listeners, again, that was an email that was sent in. If you have a question for us, a comment, uh, a criticism, which I, I take and I throw those directly into the trash, uh, <laughs> you can just send an email to email at arcadeparlorcast.com. Again, that's email at arcadeparlorcast.com. You can also send a voicemail if you'd like your voicemail played on stream to... I got to pull it up here. I, ju- I literally just had this up. Um, well, we'll get it. We'll get it in a second here. Or you can you can join the discord of uh, Arcade Parlor. You can drop a voicemail there and we are available there in the discord. So the phone number is 402-915-1082 if you want to leave us a voicemail. Uh, we are coming up on the end of the podcast here. What we're going to do now is we're going to go around the room. Uh, a moment of self-promo as, as well as anything additional that you would like to add that maybe you didn't get a chance to talk about just for a brief couple minutes here. Uh, but we are going to be uh, in the last little bit here. Uh, Ashley, why don't we start with you? Hello, I am Ashley Florida, and I'm so happy, I'm so happy to be here with you today. Um, I the only thing I'm I'm really like just so excited obviously is just Tears of the Kingdom. I talk about it all the time and I've been counting it down since over 200 days. So, it's finally upon us when this releases it'll be 4 days till. So, you can um you can find me I'm on twitch.tv/ashley with two e's underscore fl um I normally stream Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday evenings, and uh, it's normally Mario Maker. Um, May 11th is my 24-hour stream. It starts at 9 p.m., uh, goes all the way through to Friday at 9. Uh, very, very, very excited about that. Uh, I'm also on YouTube. I put out weekly content. It's the same thing, Ashley underscore FL, and I also put weekly content out on my TikTok, which it's Ashley underscore Florida, all spelled out. 
Awesome. Uh, Isherwood, what, 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 what where can we find you? Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you guys once again for having me on. This has just been a blast. I really appreciate getting to chat with y'all. Um, so I'm Isherwood81, uh, basically everywhere. Um, I'm on twitch.tv slash Isherwood81, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I play mostly Mario, but like I said earlier, getting into a little bit more variety, and we will be playing Tears of the Kingdom uh, starting week after next, I believe. Um this week I hit a couple milestones. I had a, a video on TikTok take off and get over 300,000 views. First time uh, that I've seen that kind of viewership there. And we hit 1,000 followers on TikTok. Uh, nice. I put up three short videos daily on TikTok and three shorts daily on YouTube. Uh, I also do longer form content on YouTube about once a week uh, when I have the capacity to get all that editing done. I'm currently working on editing down the 12-hour stream that I did last week into a, a condensed too long didn't watch version for youtube uh so yeah you can find me um basically everywhere i also just started an instagram if you want to find me there um but i'm working on kind of the scheduling for that uh so it's not as consistent as youtube and tiktok at the moment but twitch is the best place to find me awesome mike what about you uh Wow, I was I should have cleared my throat. That sounded terrible. <laughs> but that, that's in line with the stream. I'm on I'm on Twitch. Uh usually Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh when do I stream? 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We go for some time and then we don't. Sometimes in the evening, Cuphead. We're trying to get more evening streams in. It's just a different vibe, different feel. Uh so I'm gonna be trying some of that. But you know, I just wanna spend a little bit of this this time just Isherwood, how much your stream means to me and how much you set the standard for what I wanted my stream to be. And don't take that as an insult. I'm still working on it. I'm trying to get better, but I'll never forget, you know, watching you play, watching you handle yourself when I first got into streaming and, you know, just reaching out to you and you being 100% available saying, hey, try this, do this. And, uh, I want you to know how much I appreciated that and how much I appreciate you still. You set the standard, buddy. And um, I promise one day I will be as good as you. You might have to go into a coma for a while for that to happen. But <laughs> you, you do. Uh, you're one of my heroes, bud. And this, this meant a lot to me to have you come on here. So thanks, buddy. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Thanks, man. And for uh, me, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Taco. That's usually where I'm at. And uh, uh, playing the Mario. I I'm taking a short break right now. I'll be back on this coming Wednesday. When you get this, it'll be, yeah, the Wednesday after you get this. Uh, my wife is out of town for a couple of days. I'm, I'm here with my oldest daughter. And uh, because my stream room is in the detached garage, I need to be available for her when she's sleeping and stuff like that. So I'm taking a couple nights off. That got to be a dad doing dad stuff. Uh, but I'll be back uh, when when you, when you guys are listening to this on Wednesday. I will be back to the normal schedule of uh, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, all nine o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, with that said, uh, a couple last things for Arcade Parlor to talk about. Uh, we, if you guys missed it, we did do a, our first live stream uh, two weeks ago on May, April 22nd, April 22nd. We played through the entirety of TMNT Shredder's Revenge on Twitch.tv slash Arcade Parlor. 
If you missed that, look up Arcade Parlor on YouTube. We, the whole VOD is there. It was a great time. It's basically another. It's a basically a free podcast episode. I'll tell you that much because we talk about everything all the time. If you want an extra podcast episode and you and you didn't catch that, listen to that. Watch that. Uh, very very fun uh, thing there. Uh, one other thing to announce for Arcade Parlor is our very next episode. We're going to bring it to you live at twitch.tv slash arcade parlor. We're going to be doing our very first live podcast recording next month, which that recording should be uh, June 3rd, June 3rd. We will uh, obviously if that needs to change, we will communicate that via all of our social medias and the discord as well. Uh, if for everything Arcade Parlor, go to ArcadeParlorCast.com. It has all of our links that you can find us, the Discord, uh, YouTube, Twitch, everything there. Uh, but I, I, I'm super excited. Our next episode is going to be live, everyone. I, I, I think it's going to be a really fun dynamic to try to do a live episode and then still publish, obviously publish our episode for those who would have missed it. I'm excited for it because, I mean, we're all entertainers here. And so mm -hmm. this is an audio medium. But even though it's an audio medium, like you, there's so many visual gags that we are doing in the background that no one can see. And a lot of unnecessary flexing, a lot of smooching going on for no reason. <laughs> and like, you know, we, we are constantly amusing ourselves and each other. And just to add that visual element is going to be an absolute like right now, right now. No one can, I'm not even going to say what's happening, but someone is doing something hilarious. And you are going to be able to see that next episode. <laughs> is that a weird Al Funko Pop? You're not supposed oh, yes. to say it. <laughs> Oops. Oh, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Again, uh, for our listeners, go to arcadeparlorcast.com for all of our links. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere, give us five stars. We would love it. Uh, four stars you can give to every other podcast in your list, but five stars exclusively for us, please. We would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> With that said, this has been episode nine of Arcade Parlor, episode 10 coming next month. I'm sure we're going to have another amazing guest on here as we've been able to do, uh, and we're going to keep that going. Isherwood, again, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I had a great time here. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really, really fun. The legend. He's so good at the game. Go watch his stream. Go watch his YouTube, his TikToks. Just the chillest, coolest dude of all time go Big there agree. now thank you so Absolutely. much ish thank you thank you with that said adios bye cheers goodbye i messed that up i choked the end so hard that wasn't <laughs> redo it redo the podcast